Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go. Go, stinking genius. Let's go. Let's go. Losers to the left. People who still have playoff possibilities to the right. Let's go. That Let's go. Is, that line is slimming quite a bit for a lot of well, teams in both the One AFC more to go NFC. for my Dolphins. One more win. One more. How about that? The Dolphins could well, One more. Technically two. No. Well, I already counted that one against the Raiders will win. Well. Uh, so one more. I, that I, One I, more against Buffalo. That's it. You. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> But I like that you're this confident because oh, I yeah. love it whenever you get kneecapped by both your wow. Giants and the Dolphins missing the playoffs. Wow. Let me tell you something. I feel good. I feel you good. Should. Don't you take should. it away from me. Well, the Ravens, just, just so you know, you're battling with technically, I mean, the Raiders and, and the Ravens for that yeah. final spot. Right. Well, right. The, the Raiders need both the Dolphins and the Ravens to, to lose their last two. Now, right. I have complete and total confidence that the Dolphins can blow it against the Raiders and the Bills. But here's what the Ravens have left for them, stinking genius. This powerful New York Giants. Giants and Cincinnati. Tonight, and then the Cincinnati Bengals. But that is on the road. That is in Cincinnati. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if you want to necessarily be tearing down the goalposts. Yeah, I'm just yet. I'm I'm relying us on just beating the Bills and getting on in. Like I said, I already counted the win against the Raiders. That's a well, done deal. Well, Seven up the Dolphins against the Raiders already. How about that? You should. I wouldn't blame you as we come to you live from the Geico Fox yeah. Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, where do you want to start tonight? I mean, there's so many things to get to. The Sunday night football game has been Oh, you know where to start. Snoozer. Where? You start with the Jets winning the game and costing them the next 20 years of being a dynasty, for crying out loud, because no Trevor for you, my friends. Bye-bye. Well, I mean... I'm hearing New York people tell me now that you just build around Sam Darnold, and after Who? that win today, all is right with the world. I mean, is it? <laughs> Is isn't that isn't that the buzz that's out there? Okay, like, yeah. Hey, hey, who 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 needs Trevor Lawrence? We've got Sam Darnold. Yeah. All is right with the world. I mean, come on, isn't that the buzz that's building out there right now with this? No, I can imagine you'd want a quarterback that's a once in a lifetime quarterback that's uh, going to go ahead and just change your team for the next twenty years. I I couldn't imagine that. No, no. But what a boon for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, though, who? right? The team that's going to get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I didn't now. know they had a team in that city. My bad. I'm sorry. Well, well, you might start studying up a little bit because they get this once-in-a-generational talent in, in Trevor Lawrence that is going to, I don't know, if you think they're going to change the course of the Jets if they get Trevor Lawrence, why would it change the course for the Jaguars? It will. No, it will absolutely will. It's just, you know, we haven't paid much attention to Jacksonville. If you put a list on relevancy in the NFL, Jackson will be toward that bottom there, maybe the bottom one or something like that. So uh, we'll just have to start getting used to seeing Jacksonville in prime time. You know, it's a fascinating argument as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I mean... If you're looking at the majority of the quarterbacks right now, when he's when he's healthy, you would take Joe Burrow still, right? With the way that he's played so far this season, outside oh, absolutely. of absolutely, yeah. Right, but where's Joe Burrow right now? He's hurt. So I'm with you 100. percent I would love to have Trevor Lawrence, but man, things get weird in the NFL. So it's not a sure thing with any player. But with that said, this dude, this this guy, this Trevor Lawrence oh, oh. is as close to a sure thing as I, we've had. He's up I got him in my Mannings and the Andrew Lux in those conversations. I got him in my no game Hall of Fame right now. That's you know what else? Uh, yeah. I think you had a couple of Tua was in that game before he ever took a snap. Now, yeah. how's your love affair with him going? Are you back in in love with him or? Uh, yeah, okay. you know he was yeah, he was okay. okay. He was okay. But, we won. We won. That's all that matters. We won. But the Trevor Lawrence hype is interesting because this was a dude that after we saw him play his freshman season, won a national championship at Clemson, we all kind of thought, holy smokes. And and we've said the same thing about guys in the past, but even though he's, he's missed some games, he had the COVID issues this year, he got dinged up a little bit during his sophomore season. Arnie, there's never been a doubt that this is a transformational type player, right? I think everyone agrees with it. And you win a game as the New York Jets. And you're, I mean, you won a game. You were 0-4. You're supposed to celebrate that. But it's almost the worst thing that could have happened to the New York Jets today. How wild is that to think that the worst thing that could have happened is to win a game against a team, Arnie, that's probably headed to the playoffs, and they had no business beating anyway in the Rams on the road. 
Oh, but it makes no sense. I I have no uh, doubt. I still think that the Jets will get rid of uh, Sam Darnold and take uh, Fields or or do something else. Maybe trade on down and take another quarterback like a Zach Wilson or something. They're they're not coming back with Sam Darnold. That that's that's not going to happen. I I don't know how all these New York Jet fans are thinking. Oh, everything's right in the world and we'll have a high draft pick. It, it's it's just not not going to happen. The, they may trade on down and get another quarterback. Do one of those two for ones, but they're not. Not going to go and keep Sam Darnold. Yeah, and listen, there's there's a fascinating case study at left tackle this year in Panay Sewell out of out of Oregon. Kind of a we talk about a once in a generation type quarterback that you have in Trevor Lawrence. This this conversation around Panay Sewell is like what we had with with Orlando Pace and uh, other left tackles that have had great careers and have been drafted high. But I'm sorry if you still have a chance to get Justin Fields there at number two, I. I think you go ahead and do it. I need one of your analogies. You're big on these relationship analogies because a majority of these media types and a majority of these fans, they've already broke up and they've moved on to someone else. So now that that other person might not be available, you you can't you can't go back to your ex here, right? No, and, and act and like the, everything is okay when the house is still on fire. And, and the and the funny part is, I I've seen people say, well, that that, that leaves Zach Wilson, and I'm like, whoa, 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 You're are we are we bypassing? Is, is something happening here that I didn't understand? That I missed the pecking order on who the next quarterback is going to be? So I'm, uh, and maybe maybe just that the Jets are going to want to trade down um, and take somebody in picks five through ten and get like a two for one or three. For for one, what they're holding is extremely valuable for anybody that wants to go and take Justin Fields, maybe with the second pick. They could probably get a what a three, four for one, um, and certainly help their team. It's something to consider. You guys have to understand that this is my my dream. My love I know right you now. love this. This is, this is Be- perfect for you because the Raiders. I don't think I've recovered from Thursday night yet. I don't know if I'll ever be the same uh, after Thursday night. But uh, I love the idea that we're sitting here. In, in wrapping up week 15 of the National yeah. Football League season, and these conversations are coming back to not not how the Chiefs have won, what, uh, 22 of their last 23 games. Not, oh, they win today? How about that? Just barely pulled it out. Yeah. It's not really about, oh, my gosh, look look at what's happening in this, in this bottom part of the AFC in the wild card race and what's amazing about this AFC South battle right now. And it's not even about – you know, Arizona and Philadelphia putting on a great game. Artie, it's a draft conversation about how the Jets blew it when they won a game. And I just find that so fascinating right now as we look ahead to the last two Which you really shouldn't. I don't mean it in a bad way. Well, no, I'm no, because you're, you're not very good at the draft stuff. No, I'm horrible at it, right? I don't care do I, do, 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 You almost got fired for the last thing you said. Do you want me to bring it back up? Because it'd be sure. very touchy. Go ahead. Quote, unquote, uh, uh, you're not going to like what you see with Jalen Hurts. You're not going to like it. Now, he's not the starter yet. That's what that's what Doug Peterson said, right? I mean, yeah, he you know, I, I, that I, he's the starter. I, Did they you, win the game, Arnie? You know, no, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying you were you were pumping the brain. You're not going to like it. You're, no, no, you're not going to like brakes. that. Well, you're not I, very good at judging talent if that's what you're telling me, big boy. Arnie, you're the king of putting people in your two-game Hall of Fame. That's right. Now, he's in the two-game Hall of Fame right now. Don't take him out. You you have a lot of people that are in the two-game Hall of Fame yes, right they now are. that yes, are holding crowded. clipboards. So <laughs> I am a big Jalen Hurts fan. Oh, I now you are. Huh? Yeah. I've always been a big Jalen Hurts fan. Again, I just I don't know, and he and he looks fantastic. He's proving me wrong, and I love it. I yes. love that he's proving me wrong yeah, at every single time. turn. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a guy that at every single turn be like, "Wow, that's incredible!" You know, do it again, <laughs> and that's unfair. Yeah. 
But I, I, I would have put a lot of money that Jalen Hurts would never have a 300-yard passing game in the NFL. And wow. what does he do tonight? He throws for 338 yards. What does he do? He nearly rushes 400 yards again, 11 carries on 63 yards. Was sacked six times, but suddenly somehow Arizona has found this insane pass rush where I think they have, what, uh, like, like 13 sacks in the last two weeks of the season. But, hey, you're right. I'll take the L on that so far. Yeah, it yeah. is two and, games, but it's impressive to see what and, he's done in Philadelphia. And, you know what it's done, and I'm, I'm being serious about this. You know, we joke around. He's in our two-game Hall of Fame. Um, two games, and you think, well, what's two games can do? He's not even the starter, blah, blah, blah. Two games has no doubt in my mind now has said that Carson Wentz will not be on this team next year. No doubt in my mind that Carson Wentz is, is donezo. It's O-V-E-R for him. No way he could come back to this team. Just no way. I, okay. I don't know how they're going to trade him on the money's going to work just no way either. it's after two games i can tell you that his and it's funny because you mentioned how the money works yeah his, his contract hasn't even kicked in yet right you know right. The, the the new money and you and i were texting back and forth earlier because you know now i now i i, I see a lot of quarterback gurus out there that would think oh I'll, I'll bring him in i'll give him a shot to try to fix him and who's the first thing that comes to mind with something like that again, like John gruden or, or bill belichick maybe but i mean you're talking about a, an incredible anchor from a, a salary cap perspective. I mean, they do have an out in 2022, but for for the next two seasons, I mean, next year he is $59 million in dead cap. It's a wow. $34 million cap hit with Carson Wentz next season. With all that laid out, was this not an intriguing day with the different storylines that started with him from the early? Oh, he's not yes, going to be a yeah. backup. He wants out. Then all of a sudden, after kind of the new cycle plays out, after Jalen throws for 300 yards and, and nearly rushes for 100, he has Philadelphia on the cusp of beating Arizona. What ends up happening? What's the next story? Uh, you know, maybe Wentz, maybe this was taken the wrong way. Maybe he is happy with being a backup. I just, I find it fascinating how that yeah, thing right. turned rather quickly from this morning. Well, no, he's not happy with being a backup. No, if fans are no what's about it. Yeah, he's, he's, I, I don't see, like I said, I don't see how you could even bring him back, how he wants to come back. The only thing that's sticking is the sticking point is, um, how you're going to work the contract, how you're going to work a trade. Same thing goes. I, I don't think that the Cowboys are going to bring back Dak Prescott. I don't know. Uh, that's going to work. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be moving around, a lot of moving pieces when it comes to quarterbacks for next year. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. A lot of moving pieces, a lot of, uh, I guess you could also say coaching pieces that we'll be able to debate and discuss as the show rolls on. I but I, I saw someone tweeted at us earlier and said, oh, I wonder if Adam Gase saved his job. Yeah, no, Adam Gase. <laughs> save, save that tweet. Uh, Adam yeah, Gase did save one. his job. He's still done, so done. But it's going to be fascinating to watch the coaching carousel. All right, before we break, here's what the show looks like tonight. We've we've actually asked Matt Verderam if he can come on earlier. So he's that a way, Chiefs fan today. Yeah, yeah he's big, a Chiefs, big fan, Chiefs guy. Big yeah. Chiefs guy. But he usually has to stay up really late with us. We were fortunate enough to say, bro, we'll get you in early. You can go to bed early. So Matt's coming up here at the bottom crying? of this hour. Why would he be crying? Uh, you saw what happened to Clyde uh, edwards uh, Alaire. He's okay, isn't nah, he? Yeah, he didn't look okay when they were uh, carrying him out. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay too, please. Thanks for asking. Uh, and then Todd Furman. <laughs> what does that even mean? Todd <laughs> Furman is coming up next hour as well. Our Vegas insider. Got tons of audio from some incredible finishes today. Uh, in the national football and some boring games. I mean, let's just be honest. There was a few blowouts as well. So final score in Sunday night football. Speaking of blowouts, the Cleveland Browns take care of the New York Giants 20 
to oh, six. That was uh, horrible. Every team a, I need for the Dolphins to lose wins for the last two and a half weeks, it seems like. The first 10 win season for the Cleveland Browns, Arnie, since 2007. How about wow. that? Wow. I mean, you, you think – I know that Baker Mayfield is a target for criticism. Yes. And I get it. I think he, he brings a lot of it on himself. And I know that he's not out there uh, dialing up 500-yard games or whatever it might be and, and, and throwing for six touchdowns. But has he not really found a nice groove in this offense right now? This is fun to watch for the Browns. Do you understand that coming into this season, and I don't think people even remember this now, that it was, he doesn't have a good year. This is going to be the last year for Baker Mayfield. They'll never start in the NFL again. They'll run him out of Cleveland. He'll move on, and that that's the last you'll see of him. And now he's taking him to the playoffs. People love him. They could go to the Super Bowl and, and look at everybody jumping on that bandwagon. Yeah, and it's funny because a lot of people were on their Super Bowl bandwagon Last year. Last year, right, exactly. <laughs> you saw what happened. Yeah. But the Browns win. They've reached a 10 wins. One game left to wrap up week 15, like, and it's it's a doozy. The 91% the of the money was on the Cleveland Browns, say minus 6.5. I must have been in the uh, 9% minority, I guess. I didn't write down your picks last week, so I can't I can't tell you if they were good <laughs> or bad. No, I got them all right. I got them okay, all right. No, that's all all 10. Hey, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's recap some of the great games of the day, including that wild finish between the Cardinals and the Philadelphia Eagles, the Chiefs holding on. And as of Sunday night, what does the playoff picture look like? Who's in, who's out? We'll talk about it next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Matt Verderam coming up at the bottom of the hour as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance with Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. The best way to get in touch with the show is to hit us up on Twitter throughout the night. At Stinking Genius One. That's Arnie. I'm at Plank Show. Uh, gosh, man, so much to get you guys are rolling on Twitter right now. I mentioned the I mentioned the playoff settings, yeah. but I'd be remiss if real quick we didn't touch on the 14 playoff. I know you and Aaron spent a lot of time on it last night. Were you surprised to see Notre Dame get the nod over A&M or Cincinnati? No, not at all. I uh, I said if, if it wasn't Notre Dame as the fourth team, I wasn't going to show up for the show today. I mean, it wasn't even really a debate. Did you think that it was going to be Texas A&M or Cincinnati or somebody else sneaking on in? I never assumed there was going to be anybody other than Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I thought there was a good chance that Texas A&M could sneak in. Really? really did. Yeah, especially really? after the way that Notre Dame got kicked last night. But I, I think, and I listen. I could sit here and make a case for Oklahoma, but it's a two-loss team, and right. don't lose to Kansas State. Don't blow a three-touchdown lead, and they're probably in this playoff right now. Florida, you know, I, I kind of think Arnie that it would have been really interesting had Florida not lost to LSU, and had that game they did last night against oh, Alabama geez. to see what that conversation would. Yeah, have but been, then they still would have been close to Alabama right. is something that everyone goes crazy about. They still would have had two losses. You know, sure. Torres is is just steadfast that he doesn't want to have more than four teams um, in the playoffs. I yeah. thought this would have been a great opportunity um, for at least eight. I'm, uh, uh, you know, what I'm not greedy. Give me eight. Give me six. Um, but at least give me a couple more. And I would have loved to see um, Cincinnati get a chance. Uh, you too. know, obviously do. IU uh, down too low. USC lost their last game, but um, Coastal Carolina maybe getting a chance. I'm not sure how that would have turned out, but I, I would have liked to have seen teams like that, um, you know, get on in with eight teams in there. I, I would, I would add one more thing: the fact that they didn't go to eight this year. To me, I mean, this is one of those few times where you and I really agree. I, I think is just an absolutely ridiculous. I get it. I understand it. I'm not really a big expand the playoff guy, to be honest with you. But I think in this season, with the way bowls are falling, with the way TV revenues uh, are so impactful on this sport, I think you should have tried to juice the networks a little bit. But we'll see. Uh, I think I think we should out. have tried to get Cincinnati and Ohio State to play. Sure. When Michigan backed on out, but nobody get we didn't do a hard enough push. Cincinnati and Ohio State better open up the season next year or something like that. Well, I, and, they, and they, they got to play. Too. For, yeah. for these people that are that are losing their minds about Cincinnati, 
and I understand COVID issues, but they ducked Tulsa twice and finally got a chance to play them in their home on their home field right. for the conference championship. That was complete and total BS. And and I think and I understand COVID numbers and I understand that issue, but to me that's something that still doesn't sit well with me. And, and I'm a Tulsa alum, so maybe you add that to the mix. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, uh, let's get to the playoff picture right now. Arnie, as we said, you're feeling very good about your Dolphins right now. Uh, with the Browns win tonight, the Browns are in pretty good uh, standing at 10-4 and four right now. That sixth seed, Dolphins sitting at 9-5. and five. They own the last wild card and the conference tiebreaker over the Ravens. Win your last two, you are in. By the way, win your last two, that's an 11-5 and five record on the season for a team that we thought was the worst in the NFL two years ago. How about that? And they have to win 11 games. 10 games just is probably not going to be enough, as you said, and um, 10 means you'll be on the outside looking in. Matter of fact, Baltimore could have 11 wins and not get into the playoffs, which is probably what's going to happen if Miami wins their last two games. The other big story today is the team that was officially eliminated. The New England Patriots at 6-8 and eight with their loss to the Dolphins officially eliminated. The Bills locked it up last night with their win. They clinched the AFC East. What a story. Uh, they, they could finish. The dynasty is over. Ding dong, the witch is dead. What a fascinating roller coaster that was to ride this year, though, right? Oof. I mean, we thought through the first couple of games. Oh, my gosh. New England's hit on a gold mine here with Cam Newton. I can remember sitting here after maybe week three or week four, and I was like, oh, why didn't teams pick up Cam Newton? Well, <laughs> everyone kind of, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's kind of limping to the finish line and, and, and they couldn't throw the ball. They just, they, and the thing that was an issue when Tom Brady was their quarterback came to its, it came to the surface again with Cam Newton there as their quarterback. Arnie, you've been banging this drum for a long time. New England just didn't have weapons and they don't My have pretty- weapons still. My prediction at the beginning of the year was that they were going to be five and eleven. Um, they'll probably still win six games, go six and ten, exactly where I thought they were going to be. And they're no more better this year um, than they're going to be ready for next year. They're going to have to get rid of all three quarterbacks. They're going to have to worry about their wide receiver core. I wouldn't bring back Edelman. Um, Nikhil Harry has not lived up to expectations. The offensive line and the um, and, and and the running back situation seems okay. Uh, what's going on there, especially Sony Michelle and Harris. Um, defensively, though, they're slowing down, man. You're talking about limping to the finish line, and then Stephon Gilmore got hurt. I don't think we'll see him the rest of the year. Uh, it, it's just not pretty. I, I don't know how long Belichick's going to continue with this. It depends on who his quarterback's going to be next year. Yeah, do they end up getting one of these guys in the draft? Do they maybe make one of those moves up and they fall in love with a guy like Justin Fields? I don't know, but it, it's going to be a huge story. We know who he's going to stop it already. We know what's going to happen. Tell me. I want to know. Oh, you don't know. Like, you're going to play this game? He's going to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what's going to happen. That would be interesting. That would well, be interesting. Know, that's a shocker. That's a big sports take. This San Francisco doesn't want him. They'll go ahead and figure out another quarterback and start with somebody young out there. Okay. Meanwhile, they'll take Jimmy Garoppolo back I, in New England. I and don't think San Francisco will go young. I don't think San Francisco will go oh, young. Really? I think San Francisco will go get them a guy like a Matt Ryan if he's on the trash heap. Or I've heard Matthew Carson Stafford. Will. Uh, Carson Wentz or Matt Stafford. So this is a fun conversation that we'll have plenty of time to get into quickly from the NFC side of things. Uh, The the Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, control their own destiny. They've got to win their last two. The Bears are coming strong. They're still alive for a wild card. The Vikings' playoff hopes are on life support. And even though the Rams lost today, they're still a game clear of Arizona for that final wild card spot, and they own a tiebreaker over Tampa with their head-to-head win. So there's a quick look at the playoff picture with the Seahawks clinching a spot 
tonight. All right, is Washington? Back, I was going to say, is Washington pretty much set to win the division because they got a the tiebreaker over Dallas, right? So Washington. They're pretty- well, if the Cowboys win their last two and Washington wins one, then the Cowboys are in the playoffs. Let's go, Bobo. Oh. All right, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Matt Verderam coming up in moments. But ladies and gentlemen, Steve DeSager with an update on everything in the world of sports. I have read tonight, gentlemen, that Washington can clinch the NFC East next week. As yeah, that's not true, Chris, oh, okay. because they get the tiebreak over Dallas. Well, they got to win. I'm just saying the Cowboys need the re- uh, Washington's football team to lose a game to give them an opportunity to still win this division. Because so the Giants are 5-9 and nine after losing tonight to Cleveland. And Washington, and somebody pointed out how fitting this would be, with a Giants loss at Baltimore next week, if Washington beat Carolina, I guess that's it, which means if Ron Rivera can beat Carolina, his oh, former team, wow. he clinches this worst division. The, wow. the final tonight was Browns 20-6 to at the Giants. Cleveland Browns, I got to say this again out loud, the Cleveland Browns are 10-4. and this season. Wow. The Browns offense tonight on third down conversions, nine for 13 on red zone touchdowns. Cleveland was three for three and the Giants were 0 for three. And that pretty much decided it early. It was awful. And it was the first three drives of the night the Giants had. And there weren't many drives for either side tonight. Those first three just about decided everything for the Giants. Remember, they had, after a Colt McCoy completion early, they had a first down at the Cleveland 13-yard line and stalled after that, and they went for the fake field goal, and the holder threw an incomplete pass into the end zone. So no points there. Second Giants drive tonight. They had a first down inside the Cleveland 20, settled for a field goal, and the... uh, 3-0 lead at the time. And then the third drive for the Giants tonight, they went for it on fourth and two inside the Cleveland 10 and got stopped for a one-yard gain there. So 20-6, Cleveland is the final. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Browns, we can update, that they would be the number five seed ahead of number six uh, Indianapolis right now because they have beaten the Colts head-to-head. They are each 10-4. and Tennessee Titans also 10-4, and but right now they're ahead of each of those teams for the four seed in the AFC. Still a couple games to go, but the Titans are still better than Indy in the division record. Titans have only lost one division game. Indianapolis win was 27-20 over Houston. Next Sunday, Colts at Pittsburgh. Tennessee's record with 10-4, and four, still leading the AFC South, and again, own the, owns the tiebreaker. Tennessee beat Detroit 46-25. to You mentioned Kansas City's record in its last 23 games, including playoffs, 22-1. and one. Oh, big deal. They have won nine games in a row. Patrick Mahomes, three touchdown passes. They won at New Orleans, what turned into a close game, 32-29. to Chiefs have set an NFL record. First team in history in this league to win six straight games, each by six points or less. They won the close one today, and let's not forget, the Saints failed to fall on a fumble in the end zone late oh. in the first half. It went for a safety instead of a touchdown. Oh. New Orleans loses by three. They got Drew Brees back, but the offense on third down conversions was one for 11, which is actually the worst the Saints have ever been in a game on third downs when Sean Payton and Drew Brees are both there. The Jets were 0-13 this season and somehow beat the Rams in L.A. 23-20. The Rams are now one game behind Seattle in the NFC West. Seahawks clinched at least a playoff berth with the win at Washington 2015. 
Next Sunday, Rams are at Seattle on Fox TV. Arizona over Philadelphia, 33-26. Jalen Hurts did have all four Eagles touchdowns. Tampa Bay was down 17-0 at the half, still won at Atlanta, 31-27. Victories for Chicago and Miami, for Dallas and Baltimore. Number one ranked Alabama will play Notre Dame in a New Year's semifinal. Arlington, Texas, the site. Clemson versus Ohio State in New Orleans in the other semi. Number five, Texas A&M is in the Orange Bowl January 2nd against North Carolina. Georgia's in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta against Cincinnati on New Year's. Citrus Bowl will have Northwestern against Auburn. And how about that Cotton Bowl matchup? Number six, Oklahoma against number seven, Florida, December the 30th. We were mentioning on the show last night that the tradition is the SEC team plays in the Sugar Bowl. They explained today after saying, nope, Alabama, ranked number one, is going to play in Arlington, Texas. Why? Because they want to give the one seed more fans at their game, and the Dallas Cowboys Stadium will allow more in than the Saints Stadium will in New Orleans. Oregon will play in the Fiesta Bowl Saturday, January 2nd against Iowa State. There is a game December 29th in Orlando with Miami against Oklahoma State. Also that same date, Texas playing in San Antonio against Colorado. Colorado Buffs, by the way, have the late college basketball game tonight. They're ready to go to 5-1 this season. Colorado up 75-47 over Washington mid-second half. Number 9, Creighton won in overtime at Connecticut. And tonight, Northwestern in hoops beat number four Michigan State 79-65 back to you Matt Verderam joining us right now as we talk about what was an incredible week in the National Football League that's Arnie Spanier I'm Chris Plank Matt first and foremost I I feel like I'm just in awe of how they continue to find ways to win even when they don't necessarily play their best what these Chiefs are doing 22 of their last 23 is absolutely incredible it's not bad (laughs) I'm sure they take it yeah It is true, though. Like, Mahomes averaged five and a half yards in attempts, which for him is just appalling. And then they, right. you know, they, they turn it over in their own, well, I guess not the red zone, right outside their own red zone. Um, Edward Dallaire gets hurt. Uh, you know, they, they had a patchwork offensive line where they were moving guards to tackle, and Eric Fisher played, but he was dealing with a back injury. And you watch the game, and it was like, yeah, they're a right offensively by their standards, and they scored 32 points against one of the best defenses in football, and they, they were never truly threatened down the stretch. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks a really nice win for them, and now they're they're really just in need of beating the Chargers Week 17 to, be, to wrap up the one seed. They remind me of the Baltimore Ravens of last year. You know, they keep winning, and you know they, they win, but they win a little ugly, or maybe they don't play their best. Next thing you know, they get into the playoffs, and they lose in the first round. How does that sound for you? They're a little scary there, isn't it? Uh, not really, as long as Mahomes <laughs> are still chucking it. Not, I mean, it just, look, I, you're not wrong in a sense. The last month or so, maybe even a little longer, the Chiefs are winning games in, in a tighter fashion. And part of that's because defensively they're the absolute dead worst team, dead last team in the in the NFL in the red zone. They're awful in the red zone, and they have not gotten the production out of Chris Jones and Frank Clark that they need. Now their pass rush has been better the last couple of weeks, so it's been great. But their defense, they get turnovers. They've been much better against the run the last six weeks, and you kind of just look at it and go, yeah, like the games are close, but New Orleans never had a shot to tie the game late. Miami didn't have a shot to tie the game late. Tampa didn't have a shot to tie the game late. Like, at some point, like, yeah, you know, the Chiefs need to close these games out offensively, but they're going to do it. I mean, offensively speaking, that team is as potent as we've seen in quite some time. Like, they're going to most likely close the game out. So, 
Oh, could they be beat? Sure, absolutely. Are they the odds-on favorite? I think, yeah, most people would say yes, they are. Matt Verderam joins us, fan-sided, great NFL follow on Twitter. Okay, so Matt, let's just say that nothing really changes here and the Steelers stay at the two and they get back on track against the Bengals tomorrow night. So you'd probably have, what, Steelers, Dolphins, maybe a little Bills and Colts in the first round. But I feel like we're – we just watched Cleveland win, so I might be kind of recency biased. I think we're sleeping a little bit on what could be that 4-5 matchup. Tennessee has looked really good. I feel like that they uh, – maybe because Tannehill's their quarterback, we don't give them the respect they deserve. And then maybe because Cleveland's come on and hasn't really done it against teams with winning records, we've, we've kind of been slow to give them the respect they deserve. I think that 4-5 matchup could be a blast. Could be. Could be. And, you know, I really think in the AFC, um, outside of Kansas City and Buffalo, I, to me the Bills at this point are clearly the second-best team. Maybe in so, the league, certainly in the conference. I um, – but outside of those teams, I just think it's about the matchup. Who are you playing? Well, if you're Cleveland, you've got to be able to play a team that you can, you can run the ball. You're not going to get blown out of that game. Because the one problem with Cleveland is defensively, if they play a team that can really put up points and they get taken out of that play-action game, they got a big problem. they got to stay in the game. And against Tennessee, Tennessee can score. However, Tennessee is as bad defensively as Cleveland is. It's even worse. You know, they have the least amount of sacks in the league. They're the worst team on third down. And so, you know, yeah, look, I think Cleveland absolutely – if Cleveland plays Tennessee, I think it's a full-on shootout. Um, but, yeah, it, to me, you got to get the right matchup. And, you know, Cleveland's got talent. Offensively, you know, there's nobody better to run the football. Uh, and certainly Derrick Henry is a singular force running it. So if those teams saw each other, it probably comes down to who can stop the other one at least or at least slow the other one down from running the football. Uh, talking about, well, I was going to say about talking about running the football. What's the latest on Clyde Edwards Hilaire? He didn't look good when they were carrying him off. And are you okay with Le'Veon Bell or what? Yeah, no, he did not look good at all. Um, <laughs> so right after the game, I reported the Chiefs came out and said the X rays were negative. Uh, I talked to a source with the team who said they're going to do an MRI tomorrow, get some imaging, see what it looks like. They're mainly concerned right now about the groin. So. We'll see, is there a pull? Is there a tear? Obviously, Ugh. there's some kind of an injury from the way he came off the field, but mm. is it season ending? Is it a month? I mean, if it's a month, the Chiefs will get him back for the playoffs. So, I, you know, they just they don't know yet. Um, that said, this is why they signed Le'Veon Bell. And he's, he's played well for him. When he's come in, he's done a nice job. Oh, is he glad Edwards Alaire? No, Edwards Alaire is a tougher runner at this point. Um, you know, got a little bit more juice to him, but Bell's good. Like, Bell's still been good for him. So I think the Chiefs, it's not crushing the way it would have been if they didn't sign like on Bell. I want to talk uh, a little bit about what happened with the Jets today. And, and Matt, <laughs> I know that I love talking about the draft, and you're great in covering it. But it seems weird to talk about a team winning a game and how they really lost in the long run because I don't think the Jags are winning a game. You scout, you keep an eye on guys. This Trevor Lawrence can be a big-time difference maker, but how much did that really, truly hurt the Jets today? Oh, it hurt quite a bit. I think if you're – this is one of the rare games where both fan bases after the games are probably sobbing. Right? Like, like the Jets fans are probably screaming at the television, like, no, anything, but like, please don't win the game. And then the Rams, I mean, that's a, the most embarrassing loss I can remember in quite some time. So, um, look, it hurts a lot. I think Justin Fields is a good player. He's a very interesting prospect. He is not the prospect Trevor Lawrence is. Now, does that mean he doesn't have a great career? No, we, we see all the time. 
you know, guys come in to exceed expectations. Nobody thought Mahomes was going to come in and be this, right? right? So, you know, that happened. Let's not lose sight of that. But Lawrence is the safest pick at the quarterback position since Andrew Locke. There's mm-hmm. no two ways around that. And so, if you're the Jets, you're crestfallen. I mean, you, you were two losses away after today from getting Lawrence. And the other part of this, too, that job now becomes so much more unattractive. If you're a, if you're a prospective head coach, you don't you don't want to go there when you maybe go to Jacksonville now. Hey, no right. income tax. The weather's right. great. I got Lawrence. I got weapons around him. Like I, I don't want to go to the Jets. Why? I mean, they might even run it back with Darnold and trade back. Right? Like it, oh. it really really hurts their ability to get a top tier head coach, and it crushes him. If Lawrence turns out to be whatever he thinks he is, I mean that's a devastating one. Can you explain to me why? Because, you know, in the playoffs right now, Jacksonville is actually ahead of the Jets. So if it came down to somehow making the playoffs, Jacksonville goes ahead against the Jets. So why should the Jets are lower? So why shouldn't the Jets still have the first pick just because Jacksonville had a easier schedule? I'm not, I don't understand what's going on here. Okay, so I'll clear it up. So yeah. Jacksonville is ahead of them in the standings because Jacksonville had a conference win and the Jets don't. <laughs> However, when it comes to the when it comes to the draft, it's done based on I, I believe I believe the first tiebreakers head to head didn't play each other. The second tiebreaker, if memory serves, is strength of schedule. Jacksonville wins that tiebreaker, so they would get the number one pick. The Jets would get the number two pick. And you're right. Look, Jacksonville plays the Bears and the Colts. We're both going to need those games. I would be shocked, shocked oh. if Jacksonville. But hey. If you're a Jets fan, you know, we beat the Rams. Like, it's possible. It's yeah. It happen. <laughs> great stuff as always, Matt. I dig it that we uh, we didn't make you stay up late, and we always appreciate your time. Have a great week. 16 and 17 should be a blast. Thanks, Matt. Happy holidays, guys. Take care. Happy holidays to you, too, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. To the tweets. Tweets? What am I trying to say? To Twitter next. We'll get your reaction with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back. Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Twitter's great. Let's hit some of these. You down Oh, yeah. Uh, I, by the way, Sean's cracking me up. What the F kind of BS is this? My Titans get a brief mention during your interview, kind of like out of pity. Ah, not pity. That is it's, true. That is it, true. It, I, but but in, in all seriousness, I understand it, man. If you're, your team's, if you're a Titans fan, hell, if you're a Colts fan and you're listening tonight, uh, there might be some fans that say, wait a minute, you're not talking about the Bills and the, and the Packers. They played on Saturday. What are you doing? It's just there's so much going on with the Jets actually winning a game, college football playoffs. We'll get to everyone, but I'm one of those guys that when my team's playing well, I don't necessarily want people gushing praise all over them because I still remember being 6-3 and three and hearing people telling me that the Raiders were going to battle for the Super Bowl. So maybe sometimes silence is the best thing, but Arnie, in all honesty, that's a fun little battle right now between the Titans and the Colts that is currently shaping up for the sixth and the fourth spot. Technically, right now, the Browns have that five spot ahead of the Colts, and the Titans own a tiebreaker over the Colts. Uh, And I think I broke their last two weeks down. Titans have to play the Packers and the Texans to wrap things up. The Colts have to take on the Steelers and the Jaguars. 
So if uh, the Titans hold serve, they win the division, and they're sitting at the fourth seed and probably looking pretty good no, as far it, as a first-round matchup. That is a good race for four, five, and six. And, and I do want to say congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. When I got married to my wife, who was a diehard Bills fan, it was 25 years ago. It was the last time the Bills had won a division. Didn't think we'd have to wait 25 years to see them win another one. but they did. And she was so into the game. Even when it was like 40-something, the 13 or whatever it was, she's like, no, don't do that. I go, would you stop already? She's like, you don't understand. It's the Bills. I go, stop. You won. Congratulations. So um, 25 long years. Unbelievable. uh, 25 long years of not winning the division, not a marriage. I just want to clear that up. Make make sure that's very clear. Yeah, very clear that up there. Also, Sean, I very much have that anchorman complex. So one of these days, (laughs) I'm sure I'll slip one of the F-bombs that you tweet at us. Paul writes, Going into the 2018 draft, I was hoping the Bucks would land Sam Darnold, land Sam Darnold, and didn't want Mayfield or Allen. Oops! You never know how these guys are going to turn out in the NFL. Yeah, hey, I'm, if I'm sitting here and I've got an MVP ballot, I've got to suddenly start. I think Mahomes is the MVP, but I'm suddenly starting to look at Josh Allen a little bit deeper, aren't you? I, I don't know if he's going to win it, but you really got to start digging into the numbers because this is pretty impressive what he's developed already with Stephon Diggs. Absolutely, but you can't take it from Mahomes if we're going to talk about numbers. Right, um, right. I mean, Just go back to, what, the 21-1 and record in the last 22, but that doesn't really matter. It's what you've done this year. Um, yeah, he's uh, Josh Allen will get votes, but he doesn't have the, the cachet that Mahomes has. UCLA Dodger Frank writes, the, the Cowboys are just a game out of first place in the NFC East. I can't even fathom the possibility of them hosting a playoff game, no, let alone possibly winning that game. No, they, But they lost both games to Washington, yeah. so if they finished with a tie, Washington would get the tie break so they're they're technically like a they'd have to finish a full game ahead of washington to get to, to win that division right washington has to lose their last two games the cowboys right. have to win their last yes two games. yes uh and i i it's we're, we're talking about a team that might get in at seven and nine i right know now. i so, know uh but washington sitting at six and eight and you heard DeSager bring it up at the bottom of the hour update Next week, it's Washington and the Panthers, where Ron Rivera could clinch a playoff spot by beating his former team. Meanwhile, uh, the football team wraps things up with Philadelphia in their final week. And for the the Dallas Cowboys, who are are still technically alive in this mix, as surprising as it seems, they've got the Eagles and the Giants to wrap things up. And uh, New York Giant fans are kind of like, I'm not dead yet. It's a Monty Python line, whatever they're losing. They've They've got the Ravens. And the Cowboys to wrap things oh, up. Good so, luck there, yeah. Boy, that is, uh, you know, they talk about when it's a good brawl, it's a dog fight. What can we say whenever it's not really a dog fight, Arnie, and it's just kind of a couple of guys slapping at each other and, and not really making contact it, because that's what it, this is like a rock fight between the NFC East teams. Yeah, but it's good. It's going to be a good fight for that last spot between Arizona, Chicago, sure. and maybe even Minnesota, oh, yeah. depending on how they come into this thing. But th- th- there'll be a pretty good race there. Oh, yeah. I, and you know what? The other thing that's interesting here is with the way Tampa Bay looked in the first oh. half. I mean, I'm oh. not ready to go ahead and say that they're locked in either, but they do wrap up with the Lions and the Falcons. So the Falcons played them much better than I expected them to today. Uh, you get that first touchdown pass to Antonio Brown, so maybe that starts clicking a little I bit know, for I the know, Tampa Bay yeah. Buccaneers, but that was impressive. And for those of you that love the percentages, here's the numbers for the first pick now. The Jaguars have a 71% chance wow. to finish with the first pick in the NFL wow. draft. The Jaguars wrap things up this year with the Bears and the Colts. 
The Jets, who won today, funny, we're bringing up one in 13 teams. The Jets finish with the Browns and the Patriots. It's wow. going to be fitting whenever they beat the Patriots in the final <laughs> season, isn't it? All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we'll start diving into some of the highlights from the day that stood out to us, more of your tweets, and Todd Furman coming up next hour with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hour two for the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Yes. It's already in plank on a Fox football Sunday. Yes. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Can, can I give you a great stat? Sure. I like Baker Mayfield. 
Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts today, 78 of 112, 1,041 yards, eight touchdowns. Do they, do they all have something in common? Is there something that binds them all together? I think I predicted them all to have great NFL careers. Why you didn't? Oh, stop. Sorry, <laughs> Bobo. I was talking out of the side of the microphone. My bad. Yeah, there's something that binds them all together. Whenever I told you guys Baker Mayfield was going to be great, you laughed at me. When I told you that Kyler Murray was going to be a solid NFL quarterback, I was met with cries of, he's a, he's a little person. I, I will accept I, it, I, embrace yeah. it. They're good. I, 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 I did not think Kyler Murray was going to be like, I'm like, oh, I'm all out on him. There's no way he's going to have a great NFL career. Though you were wrong on Jalen Hurts. Um, oh, I love after two game, After two games, though. After two games. But, though, you can see the the ability in him. I, it's not just so the two games. It's what he's done in the two games. It's what he's done with a team that's not really very good with a lot of injuries and what we've seen with a supposedly a pretty good quarterback with Carson Wentz. That team looks like night and day with him at the at the helm then with Carson Wentz. You know, it's kind of wild. I've I've always I've always been one of those people that never really believed that uh, a change of scenery as far for a player changes too much. It's like you are who you are. Just because you go to a different city doesn't make you different. Just because you put on a different shade of lipstick doesn't make you less or more attractive. But I, I think I've done a 180 on this as it pertains to a guy like a Jalen Hurts and watching him go from Bam at Oklahoma and how he went from being someone that wasn't necessarily viewed as a throwing quarterback to becoming a throwing quarterback. And then, you know, all the things that kind of – he, he wasn't an efficient passer at times at Oklahoma last year. He turned the ball over, so there were questions. But my gosh, whenever he's got in what Doug Peterson is doing with him, <laughs> it's freaking incredible. And it's, I never thought that just changing a quarterback could have that much of a difference. But you're right, Philly has been a different team. Well, great, um, great call by Peterson to keep him on the bench for as long right. as he did. Good, great, <laughs> good, good call by the. I'm surprised nobody said you still keep him on the bench, Coach. What's going on there? You know, uh, we've got. He won't even announce he's the starter now. You said, yeah, I don't get that, and and I. I don't know. You know, there's there's all these unique reports, and I, I listen. We're not going to get bogged down too much on the Eagles, but this is a fascinating story. What what stands out to me here, Arnie, is the conflicting reports, if you will, from the problem started for Carson Wentz when Jalen Hurts was taken in the second round. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that's not how you want your starting quarterback to react, right? When you break, you want them to play their best ball and be inspired and want to be out on the field and want to be a leader. That appeared to be an issue with Carson Wentz. And then you had the story this morning. Oh, well, he's not going to be a backup and he wants out. And then it changes. I mean, is, is Doug Peterson not naming Jalen Hurts the starter because he's concerned about the fragile nature oh, of Carson Wentz's personality? Look, look at the difference how, on how people handle situations like that. Sure. Um, Aaron Rodgers just drank some, what, whiskey and went out and <laughs> just kicking booty this year, right? Isn't that what he said? He drank whiskey or something like that? Um, and then went out and is having a great year um, because they went ahead and drafted a quarterback, uh, Carson Wentz goes in a complete tailspin. So look at the two different, um, you know, reactions when uh, something doesn't go your way. Oh, it's and it's fascinating. You know, I, I, I've used this comparison a lot. Pre-injury in this Raider pitfall, Derek Carr did what you want to do whenever you bring in someone like a Marcus Mariota. He played great. Uh, Marcus Mariota didn't last year or two years ago when they brought in Ryan Tannehill and things kind of imploded there. You know, you can look across the league in different times whenever maybe a, a veteran, I use that in air quotes, veteran backup is brought in, Arnie, you could see a guy step up and find another level, and we've seen guys that, that implode. And unfortunately for Carson Wentz, 
It's been an implosion right now. Man, it's going to set up for a fascinating offseason at the quarterback position. Oh, it's it? going to be great. I, 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 You can't even – They there should be a contest. If you can list 10 quarterbacks, that will join 10 new teams, and you should get like a million dollars or something. It's going to be almost impossible to figure out. Has All right, well, let's, let's shift on the field here. There's a lot of good tweets, and I'm going to get to them here in just a second. We've established that Kansas City now in the driver's seat for that one seat in the AFC. Now, again, the one seat is important because you get a buy. What, you disagree with that? Well, no, no, just uh, because remember when I said that uh, they're going to be like the Baltimore Ravens, Sean texted in to say your comparison of the Chiefs to the Ravens, a little bit off. I think they're more like the 2014 Seahawks, but with a worse defense, they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but they ain't winning the season. What you forget is that Kansas City will also have that first buy, so their first game will be the second round, and they very well could end up like the Ravens. The Ravens, we were surprised that they lost like that in the in their first playoff game. And, you know, we're questioning Lamar Jackson. Don't think there's not going to be a lot of pressure on them this time around, and don't think it might not happen to Kansas City this year. I find it fascinating that Kansas City, and I've used that adjective a lot whenever I describe Kansas yeah. City because I feel like I've watched them more than just about any team this year. But how in situations where most teams run the football or in, or in running situations, they throw the ball, and they throw it efficiently, and they do it well. When they're icing a game, they're not running power. They're not getting their fullback in there. They're throwing an out pattern to Miko Hardman or Sammy Watkins or whichever, obviously Tyree Kill, whichever weapon they're going to use of that Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's incredible, Arnie. So in a lot of ways, I'll defend you on this front, how the Ravens seem to be so set on having to run the football, right, and, and still are. It appears as if Kansas City has to throw it, but where they're dangerous running the football more than handing it off to me is how they use uh, Tyreek Hill in jet sweeps, how, how Patrick Mahomes uses his legs. It's a very unconventional run game, and it works. It works. It, it works, but remember now, they only won by three points. If you were you know, they lost to the Raiders. What exactly did the Raiders do that game? Um, so the rest of the league can figure that out. Can you can you spill the beans on that? Can you tell me what's going on or what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't talk about the Raiders yet, Arnie. <laughs> I, I'm filling in for Ben a couple days next do. week, so I'm, I'm probably saving that all up for, I don't know. I always talk about whenever I fill in for Ben, the show starts with either two monster energies or a four-pack of Bush Light. I might have that Bush Light before the start, oh. show starts and just fire away at Derek Carter. You're Carter-Rader filling in long. for Ben Maller at the Maller Militia. They they wanted me to fill it, and I started to cry again. and go, no, no, I won't do it. I appreciate you saying no because it got down the depth chart enough to where I got the opportunity. <laughs> so it's good times. But, no, it, it all, what did the Raiders do that other teams haven't been able to do? I, I don't know. I mean, I go back, and I've watched that game a couple of times, and the Raiders just made plays, and the Chiefs surprisingly didn't. They didn't play well in that game. They lost their starting guard. Early on in Coleccio Simile, they had a touchdown that was called back, but they made mistakes, and I don't know. No one has been able to – the Chiefs have been walking that tight. I think everyone that's a Chiefs fan would agree. They've been walking that tight rope of disappointment this year. Now, they're still, hands down, the best team in the NFL, but it's not one of these situations to where you go, oh, it's – by a mile. What is it? The last six games they haven't covered now. It's a three-point game today. It was a six-point game last week against right. the Dolphins. They're six and zero in their more. last six. Six and zero in their last six games, and zero and six against the spread. The, the, the Broncos game was a close game that took a late score. The Buccaneers game ended up being tight. The Raiders the game Dolphin had to go game, down the, the Dolphins field. Covered right. Yeah, the, um, the last six. Arnie, the last time they beat the snot out of somebody was the New York Jets. So it's just, it's a tightrope of, hey, they've, they've done enough 
to get a win. I just wonder if maybe you're onto something about a potential stumble in the playoffs this year. Maybe so. Yeah, well, again, well, they do have the the advantage of getting that first round by, which sure. is absolutely tremendous for them. Um, I do doubt. I do have questions about what's going to happen to Clyde Edwards and Larry. The way they carried him off, I'm I'm thinking, how how's this guy ever going to come back this year? Uh, is Le'Veon Bell going to be enough? And is their defense going to be good enough when it comes to the playoffs? I I'm not so sure they're going to waltz in like everybody thinks they are. Uh, Michael writes, my relationship analogy would be as we shift to the Jets here. If the number one pick was the Jets' girlfriend, they bought her a Chia Pet for Christmas and bought her mom a trip for two to Hawaii, and you are going with her. So, in other words, what you're saying <laughs> is this didn't work out so well for them. I, 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 don't, I, I just am still in shock because I love football so much that we're sitting here talking about a team that won a game today, and it's the worst thing that could have happened to them, right? I mean, I'm watching the, the third down pass that uh, ended the 20-year dynasty for the Jets before it ever got going. <laughs> uh, Daryl writes, did Plank just say I didn't know a a quarterback change can make that much of a difference. Wow. Anywho, great week, genius. You were five and four with a push and a voided game with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Not sure why in the hell you added the Giants last yeah, I don't, night. I don't know why I did that. I, I don't know. That was hard. Temporarily wasn't thinking. I don't know what happened there. Can, can I clarify that? I didn't yeah. think that a quarterback change in Philadelphia would make this much of a difference, maybe is what I should have said. Yeah. Because yeah. that's – I, again, like I said, I think Jalen Hurts was going to be a guy that they would have packages for, and he would compliment Carson Wentz. I didn't think it would make that much of a difference as it has in Philadelphia this season. So that that's still one of the great shocks to me. Uh, uh, speaking of great shocks, uh, it should not surprise you at all that Arnie's New York Giants are now on the outside looking in. His Miami Dolphins are sitting well. I'm nervous I mean, about my Dolphins. I really what, am. What are you, this has changed in an hour and 11 minutes. You're all cocky, and they're going to blow out the Raiders, and they're going to beat the Bills. We're going to the playoffs. What's, what's changed? Well, what's changed is I was, you know, you look at the mathematical odds. You know, I'm a mathematics guy. And it's still like big the numbers guy that Arnie big here. numbers guy, big numbers. It's still like what forty two percent for the Dolphins and a lot higher for the Ravens. Which I'm, it's because their schedule is so much easier. Miami can't trip up. The only thing I'm hoping is after they go ahead and beat Vegas, uh, is that the Buffalo Bills game won't mean anything and the Bills sit all their starters and the Dolphins win. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. So the Bills could, they could Arnie, not to try to throw water on your celebration here. Right, right. They could be playing for the two seed. Right, and that's why I'm hoping Pittsburgh stays ahead of it. And they have nothing to play for, and then they got to rest everybody. That's, I, I guess it's a possibility. Probably not. I, Chris, wow. we're, we're playing a game on the 26th. We're playing a game on Saturday. We got games this week on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I know. It's insane. It's crazy. I love it. I love do, it. Do you realize bowl games start tomorrow? We, we have a bowl game tomorrow. Sorry, Sean, I brought up college football. Let's quickly move on to your tweets. Yeah, is Arizona uh, in the in any of the bowl games? No, but you guys might get yourself a hell of a coach if you could get my guy Alex Grinch. But stay away. You stay away from our defensive coordinator, Arnie. Here's what Nature Boy <laughs> writes. The Cowboys beat a Niners team today that was the equivalent of a toothless pit bull with no arms or legs. Please, no more cream puffs for the Cowboys. Yeah, but the Cowboys are a cream puff, so <laughs> it's one cream puff against another. What do you want? You know? How about how about my man C D Lamb returning an onside kick for a touchdown? Oh, you don't see that great. every single day. MGM John writes the Browns are an actual threat to the Chiefs. 
Baker Mayfield, the third best quarterback in Browns history, right after Brian Seip and Bernie Kosar. The only, the only reason they, I, I, well, the only reason they are a threat to the Chiefs is because they run the ball and they could take, they could certainly control the clock. If you could control the clock against Kansas City, uh, then you really have a chance to to pull off an upset there. I I don't know what happened in that Raider game, time of possession, but if you could do that, and we know the Browns are good, and plus they got a pretty good defense. You come up with one or two stops. That's that's the recipe. Listen, don't sleep on the Browns' defense. Not just because of Miles Garrett, who it's still wild to me to think that he's a man of the year candidate. Whenever he slung a helmet at Mason Rudolph, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not here to remind anyone of their past constantly. <laughs> nah, nah, doesn't no, matter. That's doesn't not matter. what I do. But doesn't honestly, matter. That's, that's a really good defense. That's yeah. a really yeah. good defense that they have. And had they lost today, though, there, if they lost today, there was a they chance they might not even have made the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it, they would have been in trouble. It shows you how tight that race is for six, seven, and eight right now, and with eight being non-existent yeah. because we're yeah. only getting seven teams in. It's crazy. Uh, and then Michelle writes. Great job to your Dolphins today, Arnie. Give me your take on the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. You know, I didn't think they were going to be able to right this ship after things started going so wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, we were like pretty much giving up on them. And then uh, here they come up with a pretty big game. I like them. And I, that's a team I don't want to play because their offense is so good. And you never know when their defense is going to step up, especially getting pressure on. They're one of those teams that you, you don't know what you're going to get week to week, but they're so good offensively uh, that you say, okay, let's see, let's see what they can do. I, I like right. them, though. So I think they can pull off an upset. Keep the tweets rolling, and they're great all night long. The best way to get in touch with us is Twitter. Arnie's at Stinkin' Genius 1. That's S-T-I-N-K-I-N Genius in the number one. I'm at Plank Show. The tweets have been so good. I haven't got to our audio yet like I owe you, or nor have we really gone through what we learned after week 16 of the – pardon me, week 15 heading into week 16 of the NFL season. So when we come back, let's head to Vegas. Vegas. Oh, Vegas, baby. Todd Furman joins us live yes. from Vegas with Arnie and Plank next on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. It's Artie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And we are joined by Vegas Insider for FS1's Fox Bet Live. Todd Furman is in the house. All right, Todd, I'll start with what I typically ask you. Good day, bad day for the books. How did it play out? You know, pretty much a mixed bag. Uh, ultimately, the Rams losing outright as 17-point favorites helped a lot of parlay liability that would have been out there, people thinking it was more or less a free space in bingo. If you wanted to add a few extra cents uh, to your parlay card there, the Jets, of course, coming home as an 11-1 underdog. The Sunday night are not a good decision for the house. About 65 to 70% of the tickets were on the Cleveland Browns. This number opened four and a half earlier in the week, got as high as six and a half before there was a little bit of buyback there. And of course, the Baltimore Ravens winning convincingly. Thankfully for the books, though, they were able to salvage a little bit for those that stayed at three or even three and a half with the Saints sneaking in the back door. But overall, a mixed bag still waiting for the final financials uh, from some of the guys that I talked to after a weekend that was in the National Football League. So how much did I win betting the Jets straight up to win the game on the money line? How much, how much uh, did my ticket? A $10 bet would have paid you $110 coming back. So the Jets, all season long, if you blindly bet against them, even today, uh, that would have put you down one position or one bet for the full season. Uh, largest underdog we've seen win a game outright in the NFL since the late 90s. Wow. And so it just goes to show the level of futility that the Jets had achieved to be this big an underdog and how big a disappointment it was for the Rams uh, to ultimately lose this game. And I can tell you one thing, though. Books were thrilled. They ultimately made the Rams a 7.5-point favorite for the second half. That number got bet up as high as 115 <laughs> People ran over men, women, and children thinking there was no way that the Jets could possibly win a football game. Did my best to warn folks on social media, but I don't think they heeded uh, my advice. Wow. Wow. Um, With that in mind, it's wild. This has been a big conversation through the first hour and 20 minutes of the show tonight. It's so odd to have a team win a game, uh, and yet both fan bases just feel horrible afterwards. I mean, the Jets <laughs> Jets missing their shot at Trevor Lawrence, and the Rams trying to figure out how the hell that just happened. It's a wild day. 
Well, the crazy part about it from the Rams' perspective, for all intents and purposes, they win next week, this game gets completely erased, and they go back to controlling their own destiny in the NFC West. The Jets, on the other hand, all of a sudden now, by virtue of a tiebreaker, they're looking up at the Jaguars in the race for Trevor Lawrence. So let's see what we get from those two teams in their remaining two games. The Jaguars, home underdogs next week against the Bears, and they'll be heavy underdogs week 17 against the Colts team that could need to win. Meanwhile, the Jets, uh, they'll catch double digits at home against the Browns. So we'll see what we have. You feel happy for the players, but obviously in the grand plans for the organization, not what the Jets would have liked to see today. Don, are we supposed to think that we're supposed to bet against Jacksonville now the last two games, thinking uh, that you better go out there and lose because that's Trevor Lawrence's ours to win. And if you're like the Jets owner and say, you screwed it up last week by winning, so you better get clobbered this week. I mean, you you got to assume Jacksonville's going to just roll on over and play nobody, right, or what? Well, well, I always worry about that, Arnie, only because these guys are still fighting for their job. So from an organizational standpoint, there's no doubt both franchises are better served to bring Trevor Lawrence in. But you're not going to tell Gardner Minshew you want him to go out there and tank a guy who may not be an NFL starter much past this season. The same thing for Sam Darnold, who was trying to put something on tape, knowing his future very much probably not with the Jets, uh, but other teams out there will see that fight, the competitive nature, and these guys are going to continue to look for jobs because there are only 53 men on active rosters, even teams that are this bad, and we know the eye in the sky and the tape never lies. How how hard is it to kind of take inventory, Todd, over the last few weeks of who's going to be going all out and who might be dialing it back a little bit? I mean, we, we were talking about maybe the possibility that if the Bills have things cinched up and they're going to be set as the three, maybe in week 17, they're not all in against the Dolphins. How do you guys kind of decide who's going to rest starters or if they will at all? Well, it's one of those things. It takes on a very preseason-like feel when you're constantly reading the gauge which coaches are going to play their starters for the better part of a full game, who may be looking to rest players. And, of course, this year the wrinkle being that we only have one team that will get a bye in each conference with the addition of seven teams. Now, you always wonder about young teams. Buffalo was a little bit flat early on against Houston. Will they make that same mistake again going into the playoffs, or do they want to continue to be a well-oiled machine? They'll have their hands full with a Patriots team who would love to exact some measure of revenge. Uh, for a game that got away. I'm not sure New England has the offense next week. Uh, But there's no doubt. It's a great question, and it's part of the reason why Week 17 lines typically aren't available until the middle of the week. Uh, And for the casual bettors, uh, they'll shy away from betting a lot of those games up until game day until they have a better understanding of what personnel may or may not be available. Todd, I'm nervous for my Dolphins. I've already got them a win over Plank's Raiders. Uh, It's that Buffalo game I'm worried about. Can you believe if the Dolphins win two and Baltimore wins two, Baltimore won't get into the playoffs with 11 wins? How crazy is that? It's definitely an interesting narrative, and there's no doubt that Baltimore has a significantly easier schedule. They'll be double-digit favorites in their two remaining games uh, against the New York Giants. Of course, Daniel Jones or Colt McCoy will have to wait and see who starts that game, and then they'll finish up with the Cincinnati Bengals. But I say that with a... uh, you know, a little bit of trepidation because Baltimore's been here before week 17 against the Bengals and had their playoff hopes dashed by Andy Dalton and company. That ultimately led to Buffalo Bills fans funneling a lot of money into yeah, charities in the right, Cincinnati area. Right. But when you look at Miami, hey, this team has probably arrived a year ahead of schedule. They'll be a short favorite on the road against Vegas. Of course, the Raiders will start Marcus Mariota instead of Derek Carr, and then they'll have to go to Orchard Park to win. That's all I'm sure Brian Flores and this team would have wanted. If you could have told them, hey, look, you're 9-5, and five, you control your own destiny going into the final two weeks, regardless of opponent. They showed me an awful lot today. They were pretty uh, anemic offensively in the first half, got things going, scored 22 points, and ground out 250 yards on the ground. Uh, I think this Dolphins team uh, is the real deal and a lot to be excited about, not so much for this season, uh, but definitely going forward. How surprised are you, speaking of uh, teams that might be in good shape going forward, 
forward with what Cleveland has done this year. Did you see this coming? You know, uh, we did take a flyer. It was one of the uh, future bets we gave out before the season on the Bet the Board podcast. Cleveland to make the playoffs at plus 160. Didn't know that they were going to look this good uh, and be potentially flirting with a 12-win campaign. But Kevin Stefanski had the pieces. The cupboard wasn't bare. Uh, he made it a run-first offense. And you can see Baker Mayfield over the last couple games playing with a ton of confidence. Uh, that Tennessee game really opened my eyes. He threw the ball today with more conviction and zip uh, than we've seen in quite some time. And he got all the receivers involved. People laughed at me earlier this year when I said this offense could get better without Odell Beckham Jr. I think Baker Mayfield now has shown that it's his team. He doesn't have to worry about the distractions. And everybody else has raised their level of play in conjunction with him. I thought Clemson was only going to be like a two or three point favorite over Ohio State they were giving out if that was a pot. I was ready to fly out to Vegas and make a boatload of money, you know? Well, we were hoping for four, four and a half. It still would have been a buy point. I think seven is a fair reflection. Uh, I don't want to sell the Buckeyes short. Of course, a team that will have revenge on their mind nah, from last year. Sell them year. short. Sell them short. No, Go ahead. Knowing that Justin Fields wasn't 100%, but clearly this secondary isn't anywhere close to what they had last year, but it still is a dynamic offense. And for Buckeyes fans that probably were ready to jump off the nearest bridges when they trailed Northwestern midway through the third <laughs> quarter, getting Trey Sermon going and seeing the physicality from the offensive line, you can make the case that, hey, maybe the light went on for the Buckeyes and their offense will look a heck of a lot better in a playoff scenario when they should get Chris Olave back and a couple of the other defensive starters that were out for COVID protocol uh, Saturday against the Wildcats. You surprised to see the record-setting number in favor of Bama? That's huge. 20 right now. Is that still going to grow? You know, not really. Uh, we saw some books open a shade lower. I think everyone is always uh, enamored with what they saw last. And that, of course, was Notre Dame getting embarrassed by Clemson Saturday afternoon and Alabama putting up yet another 50 spot uh, on a pretty competent Florida team. The biggest thing for Alabama is this offense is truly elite. But defensively, they have their frailties and shortcomings. I'm not sure Notre Dame has the athletes that are anywhere close to what Florida did. Getting Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Tony, Trevon Grimes involved. This is going to be on the level of physicality. Uh, that the Irish are going to have to employ. But the big injury to keep tabs on, Alabama losing its starting center is, I think, a lot bigger than people are going to give it credit for. Not saying that Notre Dame is going to go in there and do the unthinkable and win outright, but if they can shorten the game, play physical, and at least neutralize Najee Harris, easier said than done, there's a chance that Notre Dame will be able to cover uh, as a record-setting three-touchdown dog in the college football playoff. Todd, don't, don't don't think I'm not paying attention. To my New York Knicks, three and one in the preseason, four hundred to one. Put a thou on that for me. Four hundred thousand pays back. I love that. Yeah, you can tack an extra zero on there, Ernie. I don't think the Knicks are even going to make the playoffs. If they do, I oh. would call it a oh. monumental success in Coach Thibodeau's what? first season. They'll open the season as eight and a half point underdogs against the Indiana Pacers. Maybe oh. you should start small with a little money line no. bet there before <laughs> the books catch on how dynamic your Knicks are going to be. Uh. You know what? I should say my Knicks because I grew up rooting for them as well. Uh, but this franchise has become a dumpster fire, even by NBA standards. You, it's, it, I'm excited. Three and one in the preseason. That's how long it's been. <laughs> what, are you kidding well, me? I yeah. love it. You know, anytime the Knicks are above 500, even if they were playing a bunch of JUCO and AAU teams, I think there's plenty of reason to be excited that this team can start to build for the future uh, and maybe realize their potential uh, sometime before 2030. Uh, All right. Great stuff as always, Todd. Have an awesome week. Happy holidays. Hope you yep. get a chance to take a little bit of a break, man. No such thing this time of year, my good friend, but plenty of excitement, Chris. And Arnie, I know you are. NHL coming back January 13th. Mark it down in your calendars, boys. It's been too long since we had a little hockey that meant something. Oh, that's Can't wait. For Maybe sure. the Kings will be good this year. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate Thanks, Todd. You, buddy.
Todd hey, boy. Furman. He's so Ugh. awesome. You see him on FS1's Fox. Still Bet haven't Live. asked me to go on the TV show. I don't know what, and what's the going Bet on. And the Bet the Board podcast. Follow Jeez. him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. Don't understand All right. what's going on. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, Steve DeSager rolls in with an update on everything going on in the world of sports. What's up, Steve? Hello, Chris. Hello, Face for Radio. A wow. Reminder. That doesn't matter. What do you mean, Face for Radio? <laughs> I think that answers the question. I, I need to be on TV. None I of the three expand. of us have been asked. I think that's your Gosh, answer right there. Wow. The Cleveland Browns won 20-6 to at the Giants tonight. Baker Mayfield, two short touchdown passes. And by the way, the Steelers, with a win at Cincinnati tomorrow night, will clinch the AFC North. You might ask, well, wait, the Browns are great. Why not? And the reason is the Browns, even if they wind up splitting with the Steelers this season, Pittsburgh is undefeated in the division. Cleveland has lost three division games. There's no way tiebreakers would go the Browns' way. Pittsburgh can clinch the division tomorrow night. On the other end of the spectrum, my goodness, the Jets beat the Rams 23-20 to in L.A. today. The Jets Woo. have been 0-13. Meanwhile, Jacksonville lost its 13th game in a row. They're 1-13 and after a 40-14 to decision at Baltimore. To explain why the Jaguars for now have the number one overall draft choice, it's based on a weaker strength of schedule. That is, Jacksonville has an easy schedule, and you're still this bad? We're giving you the number one pick. <laughs> that is exactly what they're saying in so many words. If I you, know. If you look see. at the strength of schedule, it's the Jaguars' opponents' winning percentage is about 550. Jets' opponents about a 600 winning percentage because the Jets have played Buffalo twice. Miami twice. Jets have played Colts, Kansas City, Seattle last week. The Rams with a lot of wins going into today. But this is a little history what happened today. The Jets are the first winless team to get a road victory against a club that had nine wins or wow. more. Wow. Apparently, the Raiders of 1962 were 0-13 <laughs> going into their season finale in the AFL and beat a nine-wins Patriots team, but I guess that wasn't on the road. And that was also the last game before Al Davis took over. That's how long ago that was. Wow. On the top end of things in the NFC, we have the Green Bay Packers, who next week can clinch the number one seed. Now, Seattle at least clinched a playoff berth today with the 20-15 to win at Washington. But if Seattle loses at home next week against the Rams and then the Packers win, the Packers clinch the one seed for the NFC. And that's the Sunday night game. It's at Green Bay next week. Packers and Titans. The big late afternoon game on Fox TV is Rams at Seattle. So we'll keep an eye on that. You might ask, why is it New Orleans involved in They're the two seed right now. The answer is, if Green Bay wins Sunday night next week, New Orleans cannot pass them. Green Bay already won at New Orleans head-to-head. They would take that tiebreaker. The The only team in the entire NFC that can pass Green Bay if the Packers go in the tank here is Seattle at 10-4. They're currently one game back of Green Bay for the one seed. Elsewhere, we have the Oklahoma matchup today. At Arizona, it was Cardinals over Philadelphia 33-26. Now, Jalen Hurts had all four Eagles touchdowns. Kyler Murray in the win, 406 yards passing and three TDs. In the Super Bowl era, that goes back over 50 years, Kyler Murray's just the fourth quarterback age 23 or younger to have this kind of game. Over 400 yards passing and this high a passer rating. The amazing thing from the NFL is they said the other three young quarterbacks that did that also went to the Super Bowl in that season that they had this game. Nice. Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff as a youngster, Dan Marino as a youngster. It was a great, great effort from Kyler Murray today, needless to say. And Arizona led 16-0 in the first quarter. So they went 1-2 in Super Bowls. Those 
players, you mean? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, the winner. Yes, you are correct. Mahomes today with three touchdown passes. (laughs) Chiefs have won nine in a row. We're following along. Chiefs win at New Orleans, 32 to 29. Tennessee and Indianapolis, each one at home. Tampa Bay with the comeback win at Atlanta. Victories for Miami, for Dallas, and Chicago. Number one ranked Alabama will play Notre Dame in a New Year's semifinal in Arlington, Texas. Clemson versus Ohio State in New Orleans in the other semi. 14 nothing Clemson already. <laughs> wow. So you're taking the... Uh... You're not taking the Notre Dame side with that huge point spread? What did they say on the TV? It's like yeah, almost 18 uh, points. Yeah, Alabama is going to crush them, but you know, who knows if they don't get a backdoor. But Clemson's going to destroy it. Does Bama uh, have the Austin. type of defense that you say, oh, they're going to beat them by 30? Maybe. Maybe. Really? Did you see last night's game? Wow. Yeah, I did. But, uh, you know, different team there. We'll see if they – did you see Notre Dame? I didn't think so. Uh, yeah, I yeah, saw Notre Dame. That was a horrendous game yesterday. Yeah, There's yeah. no other way to put yeah. it. That was horrendous. Number five, Texas A&M, by the way, is in the Orange Bowl January 2nd against North Carolina. Not that North Carolina is by any stretch bad this year. It's just the ACC for the Orange Bowl tie-in. They didn't have Notre Dame available. They didn't have Clemson available. They go with UNC. Can't have a playoff without A&M. Yeah, we can, Jimbo. Yes, we can. Yes, we <laughs> Actually, can. we can. Yes, and we will. Can. Uh, we assume. <laughs> Fingers crossed. It's right. 2020. We assume. College Hoops upset tonight. Northwestern beat number four Michigan State 79-65. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Steve will be back here in a bit with more updates. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of fascinating to think about the topic of conversation on Twitter hasn't been about what I thought it would be. I thought tonight, I, I thought tonight the conversation would sit around a little bit of the of the fourteen playoff. I thought we'd be talking about, you know, the the Bills clinching the East, the Patriots out of the playoffs, comeback win by the Buccaneers, uh, the Titans and Colts and their battle that's taking place, the Dolphins on the verge of a playoff berth, the Bears fighting their way back in. No, no, Arnie. All uh, the matchup between the Cardinals and the Eagles, the Chiefs surviving. All anyone wants to seem to talk about is laughing at the Jets for winning a game. Well, wait, but let me explain this to you. Go ahead. If um, if this was a basketball, let's say, and somebody had gotten or didn't get the number one pick, and LeBron was there for the taking, we'd be talking about that like crazy. Sure. This is yeah. This is about. Isn't this like equivalent to LeBron? Isn't this this Trevor Lawrence? Is that not the equivalence to LeBron uh, LeBron there or what? I see what you're doing, Arnie. It's time to have an NFL draft lottery. I agree. (laughs) Let's go. So tanking can be avoided here, at least the attempt to, right? No, but but I mean, is it? But that's how big of a story this is. Trevor Lawrence should be coming in almost with the same fanfare. I mean, people say he's the the next sure thing since Andrew Locke, who, by the way, I think is a tad overrated anyway. um, But uh, they said he's a canvas guy, you know? You think he had, way, way to go out of limb, a guy who hasn't played in two years. Yeah, I think he's kind of overrated. No, I meant right his now. whole career. I meant his whole career. Okay, but, all right. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is I, I always caution, and if you've listened to this show with any regularity, I tell you that there's a lot of conversations around Trevor Lawrence that people had around names like Sam Darnold. But in what Trevor Lawrence appears to bring is is as sure of a thing as we've had 
since Andrew Luck. And we could question his career, but he took, a, what, a one-win Colts team, and they were in the playoffs two years later. A Peyton Manning. People forget that there was a great debate between whether or not it should be Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf. Manning yeah. was viewed as a sure thing. I think that worked out okay for the Colts and the Broncos. So that's the kind of guy we're talking about which it's still wild to think how down Jets fans are. For instance, here's Mark who writes, so the Jets have proved themselves so inept that after abandoning an NFL season for a number one pick, they cannot even manage to lose a game to maintain their draft status and now have irreparably damaged their future. That's Amen to that. Amen. He, 100%. That should have been sent from me. <laughs> and then UCLA Dodger Frank writes, the Jets had a chance at history. No, not drafting Trevor Lawrence, but going 0-16 and being mentioned with the other immortals. Yes. Instead, they'll just be an insignificant footnote among the conversation for the worst team of all time when they finish 1-15. and Well, we'll make fun of them when we see Jacksonville having great years. And we go, could you imagine when the Jets won that game? Otherwise, he'd be a member of the Jets right now there, Chris. Ha, 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 ha. Could you imagine the high five that took place in Jacksonville after that game wrapped up i mean they their marketing department everyone had to be on cloud nine by the way if if i'm trevor lawrence i'm not so sure i'd want to go to jacksonville over the new york jets i mean you could be like everybody says the next coming of joe namath turn the team around there's nowhere to go but up they have money to spend um i'm not so sure that 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 jacksonville's the better place than than old new york city there you know yeah, and I'm I'm also one of those guys that is vehemently against anyone that says Trevor Lawrence should say, stay in school and avoid going to a place like New York. I think you embrace that. And i got to oh, be yeah. honest with you, Arnie. Uh, I, I think you embrace Jacksonville, though you're right. I don't think it's as advantageous as, say, a trip to New York would have been. Yeah, but and, and by the way, in the NFL, are they happy if, uh, if a player like Trevor Lawrence goes to Jacksonville? You know they want him in New York. I don't know why they didn't do the old same thing that the Knicks did with Patrick Ewing and freeze the quarter of the card. Oh, it doesn't make a difference. You don't yeah, have a lot of no money. forgetting. Otherwise, we would have done that. We would have done that. You know that, right? Yeah, I you know they would have found a way to do that. Our buddy R.J. Bell, you hear him here on Fox Sports yeah. Radio, threw this note out just to put a wrap on this conversation. The Jets' win today was the biggest NFL upset in over 25 years. Underdogs of 17 or more points had lost 28 straight games. The wow. last winner with an underdog of, of 17 or more was the Washington, when they were the Redskins, over the Dallas Cowboys on December 3rd of 1995. Well, unless you want to count the college All-Stars that used to play the Super Bowl team after a while, forget it. That doesn't matter. <laughs> when we come back, the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studio. That was a game. I owe you sound from the locker room. Your tweets have been great all night. Keep them coming. And more from Steve DeSager. It's Arnie and Plank on a Sunday night right here on Fox Sports Radio. Sam Darnold takes one more knee, and in Sam's hometown, he makes a return trip to Los Angeles and beats the Rams. The final score, the Jets get their first win of the season in what has to be the biggest upset this year. The Jets 23 and the Rams 20. This year, bro. Wow. This year. Yeah, yeah. More than 25 that. years. Whoa. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Keep the great tweets coming. At Stinking Genius One, I'm at Plank Show. Go ahead, Arnie. Well, I was just if that was the biggest uh, upset in the NFL in the last 25 years, then you just have to start thinking of upsets 
just in sports in general. It doesn't get any bigger than that, um, other than like uh, Buster Douglas or the USA hockey team or something like that. Wow, you're wow. Wow, look at me. This is what they pay me the big bucks for. I was just going to say, that's that's yeah. pretty big-time world that you're putting this win today by the Jets over a okay Rams team. But if you want to go there, I'm with it. Steve DeSager, what do you think? You putting this in that category? I you didn't want guess, to answer that. I guess the answer would be no <laughs> from DeSager. All right, anyway, a couple there, of good there t- we Oh, go. there you are. There Sorry you about that, DeSager. Hit the on no, button, I was still. Yeah, I did, I did. But, you know, they, hearing that call, I'm still uh, flummoxed. It's like when people say, hey, so-and-so won on his home track. You know, he's actually from 100 miles away. He's right. actually never been. Right. So, for the record, Sam Darnold of USC is from San Clemente High School, which, you know, like San Francisco to Oakland, that's 10, 15 miles. San Clemente's... 65 miles away from where he played with the Rams today. So it's in a completely different county. But congratulations. Uh, Speaking of counties, you know the uh, Santa Clara County uh, restrictions regarding COVID as things are not going well in that department in the state of California. But that means, of course, the 49ers are spending a long time in the state of Arizona, including home games there. The NHL training camps opened January the 3rd for most clubs. The San Jose Sharks say they are going to hold training camp in Arizona. They're hoping to be back in San Jose when the season starts. The NHL officially will start the regular season January 13th, but the Sharks say... You know, it's all out of our hands. We're hoping to be playing in our home arenas <laughs> like luck. everybody else. But, you know, they're going to have an all-Canadian division, too. It's yes, completely yes. different divisions this year. And you're only going to play against your division the whole season. And even the first rounds, couple rounds of the playoffs, right. I believe, as well. Well, the Monday night football matchup is Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. The Bengals are 2-10-1. They've been awful head-to-head with the Steelers, especially recent years. 0-11, the last 11 head-to-head. In fact... <laughs> They've lost 14 of the last 15 against Pittsburgh. The Steelers started this season 11-0. Now they've lost a couple of straight, but as I mentioned this hour, they can still clinch the AFC North for the first time in three years with a victory tomorrow. The Ravens' Lamar Jackson, three touchdown passes and also ran for a score today in that romp against Jacksonville, which has lost 13 straight and for now owns the number one pick. And this from AP about Frank Gore in the upset Jets win over the Rams. He rushed for a score that was his 100th career touchdown. Wow. In the common draft era, players that were taken third round or later and still had 100 touchdowns in their pro careers, that's a pretty short list. Of course, that includes Antonio Gates. He wasn't drafted at all, college basketball player. But on the list, Frank Gore, Curtis Martin, Terrell Owens, Steve Largent. And also Chris Carter, because he was taking supplemental draft and not in the first couple of rounds. Wow. Uh, How about that? Of How about we had the Battle of Oklahoma quarterbacks today as Kyler Murray with his 400 yards passing and the win over the Eagles. Jalen Hurts over 300 yards passing. In fact, he had three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground, just his second NFL start. But Kyler Murray of Arizona... In nine games now this year, he's had both a passing and a rushing touchdown. That is the most by a quarterback in one season in NFL history. Bears played the Vikings. Update on the kickers as Cairo Sanchez had all four of his field goal kicks go through. So it's a streak for him of 22 straight field goals made. 
Chicago only punted once today, and that was on the opening possession they won at Minnesota. Vikings are just about out of it. Remember the last two games with their kicker, Dan Bailey? He'd missed three extra right. points, total of four field goal attempts. He was perfect today, just in time for the season to almost be over. But I got to mention Justin Jefferson, who's silently having a great season. Unbelievable. After the offense did almost nothing the first few weeks for the Vikings, but he had eight more catches today. Jefferson passes the single-season franchise rookie record of Randy Moss, 73 catches. One final note, Seattle at 10-4 and four, qualifies for the postseason with the win over Washington. For Pete Carroll, that's nine playoff bursts in his 11 seasons there. The quote from safety Jamal Adams, I know you guys are used to Seattle always going to the playoffs. I'm not used to this. I'm excited. <laughs> he, of course, was traded from the Jets to the Seahawks. By the way, the fascinating natu- nat sound that they had of Justin Jefferson dropping an F-bomb on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Fantastic, y'all. Go find it. Great stuff to uh, Sager. All right. We, we've got one hour to blow through everything from week 15. We'll do it next. Plus, Arnie's picks right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Oh, it's the final hour. Oh, yes. Barney and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. And we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I've got tons of audio from the locker room to get to. You're going to hear from Baker Mayfield. You're going to hear from victorious head coach Adam Gase. Wow. By the way, Sean McVay is one of my favorite coaches in all of, of sports. Right. Not only because he wins, but he seems to keep everything in, in pretty good perspective. How about this from the Rams coach post game and talking about the tough loss today to the New York Jets. This loss will demoralize us only as much as we allow it to. It's going to be embarrassing, sick to your stomach about it, uh, but we do have two games left, and, and we've got to find a way to respond and rebound on a short week. <laughs> I love a coach is just basically coming out and saying, yeah, it's embarrassing that we lost today, right? But no bleep on that one. Should have, it should have pulled off like uh, what like Lou Holtz would have said. I told the team before the game that this was going to be a tough one. I don't care that they were 0-13 or whatever. I yeah. knew that they lost some close games, and they easily could have been 1-12. So I said, you got to watch out for this team, and, and that's what happened. All right, so we have a tradition to start the show. But you decided to just go ahead and start celebrating your playoff berth for the Dolphins in our first segment. So I figured, why not have it here as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Arnie, after week 15 yes. in the National Football League, I know blank. Where do you want to start? What do you know? What do we learn after week 15? After week 15 in the NFL, I know this. The Buffalo Bills are so much, so much better than I gave them credit for. And I always thought, like, hey, they're a good team. They'll go to the playoffs, maybe get a win. It'll be a good story. That's not good enough. This Buffalo Bills team is a legitimate Super Bowl contender. If their defense plays the way they can, Josh Allen, as you mentioned, this guy can get votes for MVP. If anything, maybe he could be top three, top four. I love everything going on with this Bills team. Plus, they're they're, they're going to try to squeeze in fans for playoffs, from what I'm hearing. Um, watch out Ooh. for that, man. I know that this is a team that uh, you can't turn your back on. Are you serious about fans in Buffalo? Yes, I am serious about How'd that. How'd they pull that off? I, You know, I don't know how they're pulling it off. I, I, I heard two different rumors about getting fans okay. in for the playoffs. One of them, the governor said, wouldn't it be nice if we could make sure we can get fans in here for the playoffs? And then there was another one I heard that there was an email sent out to workers asking them if they'd be eligible to work uh, for the playoffs. So keep your eye on that if that happens. Okay, that's, that's great stuff. I think that's fascinating. Um, after week... 15. I know this, and this one kind of pains me to throw out. I underestimated the Dolphins and overestimated Bill Belichick this year. Wow. And this was one area where, and by the way, I want to make this very clear. You basically call for the death of the Patriots every single season. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I finally got it right. You finally shoot a gun in the air enough times, you hit a duck. That's Uh, right. 
but here's the thing. I don't necessarily know if Miami is one of those teams that I look at and think they've got all the pieces right now to go win a playoff game and maybe make a little run, but I'm sure not going to be surprised if they do. I mean, they, they're very much alive in the playoffs. Uh, they control their own destiny to make the playoffs. If they beat the Raiders and the Bills, they're in. Uh, I, I don't know, Arnie. I, I just didn't think that it would click like this even when they made the move from Fitz to Tua. And at the time, that was a move that a lot of people questioned. I think they were just coming off a big win over, who was it, like the, the Jaguars or the Niners or somebody. They, they had just smoked somebody, and suddenly you're like, oh, this, this Dolphins team's looking good with their defense, and they made the move to Tua. And I know he's been in and out of the lineup. He's battled a few injuries, but I think in, in watching him play, you're seeing a guy that's getting more comfortable as their quarterback and a team that's – that very much knows who they are and what they can do. I'm impressed. I've yeah. underestimated them this year. Still nervous about the last two games. Sure. The Raiders are one thing, but having the win in Buffalo, that's uh, that may come down to the playoff spot. We'll have to uh, – it probably will come out to the playoff spot because the Ravens are not going to lose. Not a lot of great races just coming down between two teams um, in, in each conference, it seems like, there. Um, after 15 weeks um, of the NFL season, I know this. Yeah, the Jets just screwed up the next 20 years of their future <laughs> by winning their game against the Rams. There's not going to be any other way to reverse this thing. Jacksonville's not winning. They're not winning. They won't come close. They'll lose both games by double digits. So the Jets are going to have the number two pick. Now, maybe they'll look out and find themselves a great quarterback. Quarterback, but he's not going to be Trevor Lawrence. No, no, no. It's not going to be Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. They'll be going to the Super Bowl. Jets will be lucky to make the playoffs. Um, I, a couple more on these here real quick. After week 15 of the NFL season, by the way, I'm steering clear of Thursday night football because I'm just – I'm not there where I can talk about it without It's still, Bobo, still bothering you. Without Bobo having to hit the dump button, and yeah. I like my job, so I don't want to risk that. So let's just go with a happier thing. Uh, I was I was dead wrong with Jalen Hurts. Now it's two games in, right? And and I don't know what's going on with Doug Peterson not wanting to name a starter yet. I think <laughs> it's kind of obvious when you watch him. But Arnie, I think the quarterback of the future in Philly right now wears number two. And I'll tell you what, so far through two games, he's really proven me wrong. Now they're running a little bit of a different offense than they typically do, but he's still out there dropping dimes. He's throwing. In, he's he's finding receivers. He's He's making NFL throws, so I'm ready. Long way to go, but I'm ready to admit that I was wrong, where I thought that it was going to take him a couple of years. You're going to have to Lamar Jackson an offense for him. In other words, really fit his skill set, but he's shown he can get it done, and I can't help but be impressed. Well, that's you probably didn't watch a lot of him in college. Never so. saw him, I, right. No, you, 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 you probably didn't get the – you didn't watch him the way we watched him probably right, is, right, is, right. is what happened out there. After 15 weeks of the NFL season, I know this. How many different ways are the Texans going to lose a game? I, I mean, <laughs> oh, my – and every time they lose, it's like a shot against the Dolphins, right? Um, did you see how they lost the game against the Colts today with the fumble in the end zone? Yeah. I, I, I'm like, no, no, I, I need you guys to win. And it just destroyed me to see that. Jeez. By the way, we have the final call of that, and it is oh. absolutely fantastic. I'll oh, get to it coming gosh. up uh, here in just a bit. Okay, so uh, I, one more from me. One more from me here. And I, I've thought about this one a long time. And I know that I don't know if, if me if, – who, if Lee Lap agrees with me or not, but I think I'm ready for this one. After week 15 of the season, I'm ready to say that 
I think Matt LaFleur is one of the most underappreciated head coaches in the NFL. Wow. Now, I know that naturally everyone looks up and says, well, yeah, he's got Aaron Rodgers. Well, how did that work out for Mike McCarthy after the Super Bowl win, right? Didn't necessarily go so well. I mean, Arnie, he's he's 24-6 and six in his career. I mean, think about that. 24-6 and six in Ouch. two seasons. And he took over a team that was struggling defensively. That was still kind of trying to find its way. And I, I'm, not, I'm not here to tell you that he's the coach of the year by any stretch of the imagination. That's not my point. But he's taking the Green Bay Packers. They're in the playoffs. They're basically going to be the one seed. They're going to get the bye. And even when they took a quarterback in the first round, when everyone thought they needed more weapons, they found a way to take Aaron Rodgers even to another level. I mean, he's thrown 40 touchdowns this year. Uh, Adam Jones, or Aaron Jones, excuse me, has become a phenomenal running back when no one really thought too much of him coming out of college. And they've got the Titans and the Bears to wrap things up. And I'm here to tell you right now, Arnie, that's another. It's kind of like what I've learned. It's me admitting where I'm wrong. I was dead wrong about this guy, and he has been fantastic. We'll see how things continue to, to go after this year. But through two years, man, this guy's been a slam dunk. Um, all right, let me, let me give you one more. After 15 weeks of the NFL season, I know this. There's a quarterback um, who's pretty, pretty good that could take his team to the Super Bowl, and his name would be Tom Brady, who was 31 of 45, 390 yards and a couple of touchdowns. By the way, what is Tom Brady's statistics in the second half of today's game and in the second half of the Super Bowl uh, when he beat the Falcons. It's got to be pretty damn good, doesn't it? Because they scored 31 points in the second half to come back and beat the Falcons. I got to think he's on fire in just second halves against the Falcons. You know what's interesting, too, is I I, I had even started, dare I even say, a Maller-esque monologue for you tonight, Arnie, on the death of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, 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 no. How they were one of the great pretenders in the NFL this year. How every time that they had to step up, all they did was stub their toes. Yep. But they came back in a big way today. Yeah, no stubbing the toe there. That was impressive to see. And you mentioned it with Brady. I mean, I'm not not ready to declare them the Super Bowl team that you are, but they do have one thing that I don't think – Green Bay has as well as they do, and that's a really stellar defense. Now, they didn't show it at times today against the Atlanta Falcons, and they've been without a few guys, but, man, holy smokes. Uh, Brady throwing for almost 400 yards and two scores, finding some rhythm with Antonio Brown and Mike Evans. Arnie, that's pretty impressive. Somebody get the numbers on me. I want to know what he's done in the second halves against this game and in the Super Bowl. It's got to be impressive. It's got to be. Now, uh, if you're curious about the path in the NFC right now, Tampa Bay controls its own destiny. Uh, in fact, they're a game clear of the Arizona Cardinals, so they're in good shape. They're they're at the six right now, which it's, it seems wild because the Rams losing today uh, doesn't – I mean, it hurts them, but not horrifically hurts them because they're 9-5, and five, so they fell from the division lead. The, the Seahawks have that now, but the Rams are still comfortably in the playoffs. We were talking about Tampa Bay, though. They sit at six. The Rams have the head-to-head tiebreaker over them, and Tampa Bay's final two games of the season are the Lions, and they play the Falcons yet again. Wow. So, I mean, as much as I've sit here and tell you I don't think they're going to end up making some monstrous run in the playoffs, 
Not bad to oh. to make the move from New England to Tampa and have a team that could possibly finish here eleven and five on the season. So important, and Tom Brady knows this. He doesn't need me to tell him this. So important that they get from number six to number five and somehow pass the Rams up as the Rams have the tiebreaker. That's the only thing that they're looking at because the difference is you either go on the road to Seattle or New Orleans or you go on the road to Washington. <laughs> you pick. I think I'm going to do. I'll, I'll pick Washington instead of New Orleans and Seattle. That might be the most important battle right now. Yes. In, in any playoff. I, I, you're right. Of course there's, I there's am. Not, hold on. There's not a lot of massive matchups going down to the wire here for playoff positioning. But in that case, with two teams knotted up at 9-5, and five, yeah. and the reward is playing Washington as opposed to trying <laughs> to play Seattle. Yeah, give me that every or single New day. Or New Orleans. Or New Orleans. Yeah, and, and you know what? The, the Here's what the NFC playoffs would be right now, just just real quick. Right. Green Bay would get the bye. Right. New Orleans would play in the first round against Arizona. Correct. You would get Seattle and Tampa in the first round, and That's the Rams right. would get Washington. That's right. So, and and right now the Rams in the box both have 9-5 and five records, but the Rams beat them head-to-head, so they have the tiebreaker. If you're, if you're Tampa, man, that is Oof. left lane hammered down Woo. to try to get to that five seed. That's a difference from potentially being one and done. To, to moving on to at least have a shot oh, in the second round. And think about that. A, a nice flight right up to Washington, or would you like to take that cross-country one <laughs> all the way to Seattle? You tell me where you want. You couldn't get any further from Seattle. Yeah, and I think, did I see the Seattle's letting a portion of fans in today, or did I dream that whenever I, uh, that I, I don't saw know. that? I, 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 I might have been dreaming that from the perspective of what's going on down the road. Uh, I do like, though, that you have an inside source that lets you know there was an email that was sent out to people to see if they'd be willing to work in playoff weekend. It was actually sent out to somebody who works for a company that'd be uh, asked to, that uh, who would usually work games. I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I think that well, it was one of the politicians that said they're, they're going to try to do everything they can to um, get fans in the seat for the playoffs. You'll have to look that up. I think they will. I think they'll pull it off. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think they will. Uh, as Paul points out, guys, this is New York State. Having fans attend the playoff game would be fun, so I can guarantee you it will not happen here. <laughs> When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, what'd you guys learn through uh, week 15 and after week 15? We'll hear from you on Twitter at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. Plus, right after the bottom of the hour, we'll hit you with some trips to the locker room and the highlights of the day. And we wrap it up with what everyone came for tonight. Oh, yes. Arnie's picks. It's all yes. coming up right here with Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. All right, it's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. We've got tons from the locker room coming up right after the bottom of the hour. Arnie's picks right around the corner. Oh, Yes. Okay, I'm one place. of my picks is going to be the New York Knicks. I just wanted you to get ready for that. I don't know why you do this to yourself. Why? But, uh, okay. I feel good. This is it. This is the year. I I hope you're right, but I just I know I, I am. Really feel like you're wrong. Three and one in the preseason. Start the parade route. Let's preseason's go. the free season. Start getting the vaccine in the new in in the streets of New York City, so you can have yourself a victory parade. I mean. You might as well celebrate three and one, Arnie. I'm just telling you right now. It's been uh, it's been slim years. I got to tell you. Oh, I I don't know how you've maintained your fandom. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I want to talk about this now, just so I can get it off my chest. And you're not listen. I love you, Arnie, but you're not necessarily the guy to have this conversation with. Because <laughs> you'll say things like, "Well, you know, you suck." But I, I was looking at some John Gruden numbers. Yeah, and it, it's. Again, I'm not sitting here and I'm not trying to go with the coward take that ah, he this is all because of TV and it's all because of the sizzle. I get it. I, I, I understand where that could come from. But what, what what's the saying? Bull don't lie. I mean, numbers don't lie here. And now, granted, his final season with the Buccaneers was 2008 and his first year with the Raiders was three years ago. So there's quite a gap in this. But Arnie, in four of his last five seasons as a head coach, his teams have cratered down the stretch, okay? 2007 with the Buccaneers, they were 8 and 4. Can you imagine the excitement of your team being 8 and 4? Wow. They finished 9 and 7. They went 1 and 3 down the stretch and missed the playoffs. 2008, 
They Matter of fact, th- th- that's a record eight and four, and being six and three and not making the playoffs. Well, hold on, hold on. It gets okay. worse. Oh wow! They were nine and three in two thousand and eight. Nine and three lost their last four games. No, including I think the season finale that year to the Raiders, and they finished nine and seven. Last year, people forget. Last year, the Raiders were playing pretty good football. They were six and four. They went one and five down Ooh. the stretch, and this year they were six and three, and are sitting right now at seven and seven. Oof. What in the hell is going on with John Gruden coached teams when it comes to good starts and not finishing like they should? I noticed the Super Bowl year was not on there where they won and went all the way there and won. So sure, that- yeah, but you're going back to what, like two thousand on that one? I think. <laughs> Come back to like 1984. <laughs> it's just, it's enraging right now to see w- what's happened the last few years. There's really no way to explain it. And that Super Bowl season, that was 2002. Right. And, you know, that was, again, that was a team that, uh, I mean, they were, they were nine and three and finished 12 and four. So there's your unique. They were, they at least finished their final four games, three and one, but yeah, this is it's more than just their defense. You fire your defensive coordinator on a short week. That makes no sense whatsoever. You fire him on Sunday, you play on Thursday. They've uh, he's even started using injuries as an excuse. What the hell is going on right now in Vegas? Yeah, how can and, that and, happen? And and what's going to happen if they have to make a change at quarterback? I I was surprised to hear you say that you thought Carter was is going to be his last year there. So if you're going to make a change, it's kind of like starting all over again, you know? Right? Oh yeah, no. And and I want to be very clear. I am an unabashed Derek Carr supporter. There aren't many of us around anymore. Uh, no, as a matter of no. fact, it, there were a lot of us three weeks ago, and yes. now that's starting to dwindle just a bit. But I just I think that whenever you're in that situation where you're not getting it done, you start pointing fingers. And John Gruden's got rid of everyone that was there before he got there except basically two guys, his center and his quarterback. And I don't think his center is going anywhere. So that's going to be a fascinating watch over the last few weeks of the season. You know, this this Dolphins game to me on Friday night, or wait, what is that, Saturday night? Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night, night, yeah. It's fascinating because the Dolphins have Lynn Bowden, who's become one of your better receivers over the last few weeks, who the Raiders drafted in the third round and were going to cut right. this year. They gave up on him. So he'll probably go for 200 yards <laughs> on Saturday night. But it's just, it's incredible to see how it went from being in a really good spot to having the Chiefs rip their heart out, should have lost to the Jets. Their only win was on the bomb uh, whenever the Jets went with the zero blitz. I'm just, I'm at a loss for words right now to figure out what's gone wrong with this team. Do we, do we really know if Gruden's a good coach? I mean, everybody puts him on a pedestal and because he had that Super Bowl run, sure. but if you really take a look at it, he, his numbers are okay. I just don't know if you want to put him in the echelon that you put all these other great coaches in, which is, which is what everybody did because he's getting paid so much damn money. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had a winning season yet since his return. As a matter of fact, uh, just trying to do some quick math here, uh, 28 losses and 18 wins, so he's 18 and 28. Um, and, and again, his last two years in Tampa were 9-7, and 9-7. and seven. Right. But when you consider where they were at 8-4 and four and 9-3 and three in both of those seasons, problematic. Okay, I, I feel better now. Just had to get those numbers out. Who knows? They might win next week, and it's a completely different story. And I'm back here telling you how great they <laughs> no, are. No, you can't. They're done. They're, they're, fi- they're finished. They're uh, no, well, wait a minute here. If the Ravens lose their last two games 
and the Dolphins win their last two games, and the Raiders win their last two games, then all is right with the world. I will walk naked from Vermont to Oklahoma to do the show. Well, I don't want you to do that, so don't even make that bet. I, no, no one wants to see that. So make a bet like you'll quit your job again. That's much more enticing. All right, let's hit a couple of tweets. We're going to get yeah. some locker room sound when we come back. But uh, Mark writes, the New York Giants having another sub-500 season and being virtually eliminated for the playoffs at least, at least have optimism with a strong defense to build upon, even if the search for a quarterback continues. Do you oh, buy optimism I, with the Giants? Well, the, I'm glad he put that in there, because there's no optimism if you're going to keep Daniel Jones uh, Manning on the team. That That's just not going to come, because his last name is Manning. Yeah, I don't right, know if right, you know exactly, that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm donezo with him. I was donezo with him before the year started. I said he's just a, he's a below-average quarterback. He's a turnover machine. I don't want him as my starter. I want him gone. Matter of fact, Colt McCoy, even though they didn't look great today, actually moves the ball better. I, it's time for him to move on, go somewhere else, and be a backup. Giants need to get themselves a quarterback. So here's what's interesting. Let's 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 play the draft game here real quick. Right. You figure at one and two, where it's going to be Jacksonville and the Jets. Both those teams are going. Well, we assume the Jets, even at two, would go Fields. But now I'm reading. Oh, get a left tackle, build around Sam Darnold because they won. <laughs> Hold on. Let me check my notes. They won yeah, one game. So I, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but let's just say for argument's sake, the Jets do take a quarterback, Arnie. The Bengals aren't taking a quarterback, right? Uh, other teams that could be in front of you, I, I, maybe Carolina would. M- maybe Atlanta would. I don't know if you're that high. May- maybe you look at getting a guy like the Jamar Chase out of LSU or the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. There's a lot of really good players that aren't quarterbacks, the Giants could have, if they're sitting at 10, 9, or 8, wherever their draft position ends up, they could have a Trey Lance fall to him. The kid out of BYU, if you like him a lot. Kyle Trask out of Florida. Mac Jones out of Alabama. There could be some options there for the Giants if they want to go quarterback in the top. No, there's going to be more. Well, first of all, the Dolphins are going to have that number six pick. And don't think the Dolphins wouldn't be trading in a second if somebody wants to trade up and grab a quarterback. Dolphins will Whoa. say, sure, how much you want to offer us? Uh, and that's exactly what I did, but, uh, would do because we've got Tua. So look for a big trade like that. Look for somebody. Look for a bunch. Look for maybe the Patriots. Might want to trade up and get themselves a quarterback. As it stands right now, New England, according to the always reliable tankathon.com, right. would be sitting at 15 in the first Ooh, round. So, yeesh, yeesh, Yeah, yeesh. it would take quite a bit to get up there. Uh, and then one more, this from Isaac. We were talking a lot about the Wentz uh, hurt situation in Philadelphia right now. Isaac writes, the Eagles can't officially bench Wentz because they have to convince some teams he's a starter and unload that insane contract. Oh, Doesn't stop help it. to have a starting quarterback on his rookie deal if his backup makes $35 million. People have seen enough on Carson Wentz. Whatever happens in the last two games will not make a difference on whether you want to trade for him or not. You'll look back at that year that he was almost the MVP before he got hurt. All those things, that's what you're going to be looking at, not the last two games. Oh, and Rusev is the GOAT, writes, the Raiders might be a contender if John Gruden got rid of his Dennis the Menace bull haircut. No, that's, that's true. That is true. Maybe if he, agree if he with that. got rid of every single defensive player and just started from scratch. Whole new defense. Bring in 22 new guys you on You guys should get Khalil year. Mack. He's pretty good to help the defense. I hear he's huh? really good at rushing I the hear passer. that. Yeah, you may want to look in that. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's hit the locker rooms. But first... 
One wait, first one final time tonight. Does that make sense? Steve DeSager comes strolling in. What's going on, Steve? You mentioned the name John Gruden. Am I allowed to say out loud that the reason they dominated that Super Bowl his first year at Tampa Bay is because they were playing his old team? Right. He knew all the plays. I mean He knew all the plays. If you take away I mean, don't take it away. A Super Bowl is forever. Since then, and he's, my goodness, earned a lot of money since then as a head coach in this league, I think the record is somewhere around 65-75, 70 and 80, somewhere around there. Math, that, that's not good. That's not a good record for a $10 million a year coach. Our Lincoln Kennedy was on those Raiders teams. He'd said every level of the defense that Super Bowl knew what we were doing. They knew what to look for when we checked versus blitz. They knew what, where we're going with the ball. They knew Rich Gannon's rotations that Super Bowl Tampa Bay did. In fact, Sam Adams years later said, I played with some of those players after the fact. They're like, I can't believe you're using the same check, same terminology. <laughs> Tampa Bay blew the doors off them. Yes. Well, I saw a graphic on one of the late afternoon games today that there were four safeties in the NFL yes. this week. None bigger than the one at New Orleans when the Saints failed to fall on a fumble in the end zone late first half, settled for a safety instead of a touchdown. The Saints at home lost by three points to Kansas City. 32-29, Patrick Mahomes, three touchdown passes. The Chiefs offense, 92 plays today. 34 first downs. Their O was so much better than the Saints' O today. Chiefs have won nine in a row. Drew Brees did come back, had three touchdowns, one interception, but the team had only 19 minutes time of possession out of 60. They punted eight times. Meanwhile, tonight, Cleveland went to 10-4, and four, winning 20-6 to six at the New York Giants. Baker Mayfield with two short touchdown passes. A reminder, as you're talking, there's so many games on Saturday, some on channels that people can't get, but there is a <laughs> Fox TV Christmas game, which is this Friday, New Orleans hosting the Vikings. Minnesota, wow, this was a bad loss at home against a Chicago team that is only one game out of the last playoff spot in the NFC, and Chicago's at Jacksonville Sunday. Bears are 7-7 seven and seven after winning at Minnesota 33-27. The Jacksonville loss was 40-14 at Baltimore. Jags have lost 13 in a row. They, for now, have the number one overall draft choice because the Jets actually won today. <laughs> they were 0-13. They beat the Rams in L.A. 23-20. That was a great quote you had from R.J. The biggest odds upset in the NFL of the last 25 years that the Rams were that heavily favored and lost outright at home. The Rams are now one game behind Seattle in the NFC West. That's the big Fox TV game next Sunday. Rams at Seattle. The Seahawks today clinched at least a playoff berth, winning at Washington 20-15. Seahawks in the postseason for the eighth time in the nine years. Russell Wilson has been there, by the way. Wow. And it was Arizona over Philadelphia 33-26. Kyler Murray over 400 yards passing. Jalen Hurts had all four Eagles touchdowns in the loss. DeAndre Hopkins with an incredible touchdown catch he had nine receptions for the cards 169 yards the cards own the final playoff spot in the nfc right now eight and six the patriots were officially eliminated from playoff consideration ending their record run of 11 consecutive postseason appearances all 11 by winning the division by the way thank goodness the patriots are six in it yeah arnie's been calling this for about seven years in a row about 11 finally. years <laughs> finally it happens Woo. six and eight records so they're going to finish at 500 or worse for the first time since 2000, the year they nice. drafted Tom Brady. They will also fall one year short of matching the Cowboys NFL record of 20 consecutive winning seasons at Miami 22-12. to 
Dolphins, the final. Nick Folk, four for four on field goals. That was the Pats' only scoring. Tampa Bay overcame a 17-point deficit to defeat Atlanta 31-27. Amazingly this season, there have been 40 games in which a team's been down at least 10 and still come back to win. You remember the Super Bowl stat for years was anytime a team is down by more than 10, literally they had never come back to win a Super Bowl. Well, Tom Brady had something to say about that stat. And now today, they're, they're down 17 nothing at the half. They were look awful. He had no points half. in the first half, and then he leads them to scores on five straight possessions. I can see the headline. Another Brady comeback against the Falcons. Tom Brady improves to 7-0 career against the Falcons. Tennessee broke through with its first double-digit win season in over a decade, beat Detroit 46-25. Tennessee's also ended a streak of four straight 9-7 Titans seasons. And for all the great offensive numbers that were out there today, Ryan Tannehill of the Titans had the first five-TD game of his career. He ran for two, three more scores through the air. And the Titans are just the fifth team in NFL history to have five straight games of at least 30 points and at least 420 yards of total offense in those five straight games. College hoops upset tonight. Northwestern beat number four Michigan State. NBA preseason ended last night. The regular season starts Tuesday with two games. Utah gave Rudy Gobert a five-year extension. The Lakers gave Kyle Kuzma a three-year extension. The NHL regular season will start January 13th. 56-game season officially announced today. For this season, there will be three Eight-team divisions in the U.S. Clubs will only play against their own division. There's going to be an all-Canadian division because of travel. They'll just play amongst themselves, and then we'll watch the standings. We won't actually see any of them at the U.S. arenas. And, yes, number one-ranked Alabama will play Notre Dame in a New Year's semifinal in Arlington, Texas. Clemson against Ohio State in New Orleans in the other semi. As we mentioned early in the show, usually it's the SEC champ that traditionally plays a Sugar Bowl game. Not this year. They wanted to give the top seed, Alabama, the advantage of playing in Arlington because they'll let in more fans there than New Orleans will. Back to you. Good stuff, Steve. Uh, Have a great week, my man, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, DeSager is mad at me yesterday. Why is that? Well, because I gave our longtime producer, Eric Roberts, off um, because he was a Buffalo Bills fan. And he he said, yeah, can I get off? I know the Bills are going to win and we're going to win. And I'm like, go ahead, take it off and and enjoy the championship. No, actually, you have a little credit, Artie, because we're all still, at least some of us, are still enjoying the Christmas gift bag. So Ah. I'll let this comment of yours pass (laughs) because it's the holiday season and Arnie participated. What what is it? It's a coincidence that he took off the same night that the Bills won for the first time in 25 years? (laughs) It's not a coincidence. (laughs) Jeez. Well, it it would have been fun, though, to make E-Rob come into work. Yeah, that's true, too. Knowing how Buffalo Bills fans celebrate. Oh, my goodness. Dude, that would have made for great radio. Oh, that would have been awesome. Watch out for the tables and cars. Yeah. Everything would have been in trouble in that studio right now. Okay. Uh, The surprise of the day. Yeah. Was the New York Jets knocking off the Los Angeles Rams. Here's Jets head coach Adam Gase afterwards. I don't think I paid attention to the victory formations as much as I did this game because I was just making sure we were good, you know, didn't want anything going on, just kept talking to Sam about getting our guys back in the huddle, making sure that he did the right thing with using the clock. Uh, it's been a while since we've been in that, so <laughs> I'm just happy for our guys. I mean, they've done such a great job of how they've worked, you know, been through a lot of adversity, 
been too long for us to even remember what a win feels like almost. It's great to see those guys that excited. It's lively in there. It's loud. It's a lot of excited guys. We got a long flight back, so that'll make that more, you know, a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, the players don't care about Trevor Lawrence. Oh, but right? I no, so, I disagree. Oh, you're you so want to know wrong. why? I they will bet care you less about the guy that's I, coming in next year. No, 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 no. I will bet you dollars to donuts. There must have been a couple people walking up to Sam Donald say, "Trevor, who? Trevor, who? Not in this locker room. It's not going to be. You're the quarterback. You want to bet that? I will bet you whatever you want." Okay, okay, a few wait. people said that. Then you misunderstood me. They don't care about whether or not they're still in position to get him. Right, they right. they want to win games. Players do. Coaches do. Now, I'm sure there is marketing people and administration oh. that do. But no, no, Arnie, you're right on that. Yeah. Oh, I'm just yeah. telling you right now, there's not a player yeah. that goes, what are we doing? No, Fumble no, no. The football you're, so they can win. That's, no, you're, you're right about that. But I'm sure there was a few guys that had a few things to say to Sam Darnold. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, no, don't worry about Trevor Lawrence coming here now. That That's for sure. All right. Let me homer out a little bit. Here's Baker Mayfield after the Browns beat the Giants tonight for a 10-win season. What what did it what was it their first in over 15 years? It's a big honor. He decided early in the year to uh <clears throat> go a game captain every week until potential playoffs and so it's a big thing for me coming off, you know, the stretch of games that we are continuing to build and improve and I you know, I feel like I'm getting more confidence and our team's getting more confidence. So for him to do that in a primetime game is great. Yeah, Browns end up winning tonight by a final score of 20 to 6. Baker throws for 297 yards. And two scores. You you want to get the latest in, in Philadelphia? Well, oh, it, I just want to say, isn't it funny that two teams that haven't had winners in such a long time, the Browns and the Bills, and they really can't have their fans there. <laughs> Out of all the years you're winning, it's the one year that the fans can't come. Unbelievable. It's, it's the greatest curse. Now, the Browns have still been able to have fans there, and they've had oh. you know decent crowds. But, I mean, come on. It's like, what, Could maybe 10,000? Could you imagine when the Cubs were winning the World Series for the first time in 100 years, we told Cub fans they couldn't go to the games? You they can't go. Sorry. You can't They go. would still be there. All right, <laughs> and, and real quick, <laughs> real quick, Doug Peterson, uh, slow to give too much credit after a loss, but still. I thought he uh, you know, had great poise out there, great leadership, uh, played obviously physically tough, mentally tough. I mean, those are all things we talk about, and, and, and he's able to do that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably have a decision for you, uh, you know, tomorrow on, on next week. Yeah, so I, I no, that, that that's what I would have raised my hand as a reporter and said, "Well, that's that's why you're not a good uh, a good coach, I guess, because you can't you can't recognize who's playing well and who's not playing well. That that's why you're getting fired." Thirty three to twenty six, the Cardinals beat the Eagles, and I know we're due for a break, so let me throw one more: the end of an era. The New England Patriots aren't going to the playoffs. Bill Belichick. You know, we just didn't coach well enough, didn't missed opportunities, and. You know, Miami is just better than we were today, so that's the bottom line. We all just came up short, so win these games, we got to do a better job. I got to do a better job, and collectively as a staff and a team, we got to just got to perform better than this. Now, by the way, that's the same Bill Belichick when he would lose a game and they would be like thirteen and three. So it's not a surprise to hear him sound like that, but. Arnie can't help it. He seemed a little bit more down. You know, he the did. playoff run is over. Yeah. Well, the the playoff run is over. Um, there's not going to be a Super Bowl this year. People know now that it was Brady, not him, that they went to the nine Super Bowls. A lot he had to go through his mind uh, after today's loss. When we come back, I don't know if I'm ready to say if it was all Oh, Brady. yeah, come on, stop it. Yeah, that's exactly what he's thinking. That's yeah, exactly what I'm sure so Everybody's is. thinking that, yeah. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it is time 
for oh. Arnie's picks. It's Woo. what you all came for That's tonight. That's exactly right. Who is all? <laughs> what do you mean, who's all? Who is that? <laughs> we'll the guy making sure your mic is on. <laughs> Who? We'll deliver it next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Watson waiting on a shotgun snap. Takes it. Looking. Fires upfield. It's a tight window. Caught by Kiki Cutie. He fumbled the ball. He caught it. Then fumbled into the end zone. Who's got it? Who's got the football? There's a scrum for it. No signal yet. The Colts have it. It's a touchback. The Colts have fumbled or recovered a fumble in the end zone. Kiki Cutie had it. And as he was crossing the goal line, the ball squirted up the field into the end zone. And the Colts have it with Bobby Okereke. <laughs> Wild finish between the Colts and the Texans. What'd you say, Arnie? One of the things you've learned this week is is the Texans continue to find ways and invent ways to lose games. They Unreal. stink. I'm t- every year. Oh, this is going to be their year. This is, is going to be their year until we have to fire the coach and the GM. And we stink all over again. And there's a... Uh, an in-depth takedown of their entire front office operations by the Athletic. Yeah, good times in Houston right now. Final score. Colts won that 27-20. to 20. Fun show tonight. I want to thank Bobo, as always, in the wheels of steel. Happy anniversary to your parents, Bobo. Yes. Uh, Lita Lap, who is celebrating the Packers oh so close to that number one overall seed. DeSager on updates. You guys on the tweets have been great all night long. And the millions and millions of editors behind the scene making all this audio possible. Hey, uh, most of the the Maller crew is in tonight. Eddie's in. Wow. Justin's in. But guess who isn't? Ben Maller. Ben Maller. Brian No coming up next, filling in. But before oh, we get I there, feel bad for Brian No. Too bad for him. Why Why do you always try to pick a fight so with you, the Maller militia? So you're mad at Brian because he's mad, more mad no, than not, you. Yeah, I'm not yeah, mad, I'm not mad at Brian. Yeah, no, no, no. So you're bitter because he got out of that he's not doing this show. Yeah, what are I you? I think that's what it is. I, I, I just, it, it, you know, me and the Maller militia, it's like oil and vinegar. I it just, just you, not a good mix out Do there. you ever think that it's the way that you talk to the yeah. Maller militia I mean, that might do it? Consider that. You ever think it's the way they talk to me? What do you mean? I'm supposed to be afraid of the Maller uh, militia? I'm on uh, your show. And I'm not afraid of nobody. Of, no, yes, you are. I'm not afraid of no Maller militia. Then why haven't you been back to L.A.? Been busy. Yeah, okay. For the last 10 years. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> lot's been going on in my life. All right. Let's get after it, Arnie. Right. Your picks to take us home on a Sunday night. All right, let's uh, give you a little music. Put me in the mood. We start with my Miami Dolphins. I already told you they beat the Raiders. It's a final score. They win by two, maybe three touchdowns. Raiders won't be able to keep up. Miami's defense is looking good. Small number to lay on the road. Give me the Dolphins laying two. I'm back on Pittsburgh. Uh, Who knows what they'll do against Cincinnati. They'll probably win and cover, but that's not the game I'm talking about. I'm talking about the game against Indianapolis when they play at home, and all I have to do is lay two and a half. I like that number. I, I don't think the Colts could win there, so give me the Steelers there. I'm going to take Green Bay minus the four. Give me the Packers minus the four in this one. Really like them. Think that uh, Tennessee going to go into there and struggle a little bit. That's a small number to lay uh, for the Packers, and that's the what the Sunday night game. So I'm going to take Green Bay minus the four. Give me my Arizona Cardinals. Loving their back on track, my friend. 
What uh, Arizona minus four against San Francisco? I think that's going to be an easy one. That's a small number there, also. NBA is starting. I love the Clippers plus two and a half against your Lakers. Plank Lakers are going to get off to a slow start, and my New York Knicks plus eight and a half against Indiana. Don't want the eight and a half. Don't need the eight and a half. I may not even take the eight and a half. Game one of my Knicks having an awesome season. I'm being optimistic. And there you have my picks. Two of them as you please, no longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Oh, thank clap, you. Clap, thank clap, you. Clap, clap. Thank you. Of all the offensive things you said tonight, trying yes. to put the Knicks in the playoffs might be up there amongst the worst. Thank you. Why thank why you. do you do do this to yourself? What what is it? Is it I mean three and one in the preseason that I mentioned that? Yes, I, I think you mentioned it several times. Uh, it's going to be a fun week. It's obviously oh, we yes. Christmas. I know you've got some fill-ins. I'm going to be in a couple days this week in some different time slots. It's a fun time to kind of dive into it. I'm going to be filling in this week, too. I just said that. I said okay. you're going to be filling in. Our condolences to Brian Nostel. What? <laughs> I, I honestly think there's a part of you that wants to. You want No, I can't. I guess. <laughs> I, I'm doing Tuesday and, thir- and Wednesday. You're more than welcome to. Wait, is that uh, right? Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. You're more than welcome to hang out if you want, Arnie. Yeah, call, call me up. I'll see if I'm still up. If you want, we 2 to 6 a.m. your time. You're probably Ooh. up anyway. No, I'm not. I, the, the militia would <laughs> love to hear from you. Let's go. Uh, hey, listen, uh, one topic we didn't get into too terribly much today was the four-team playoff, but I, I, in the end, the committee got it right. Unfortunately, we didn't expand to eight this year, but – uh, the bowl games are going to be fun. We'll have a lot to talk about. And next Sunday night, we'll have a much clearer picture of the NFL playoffs, which is going to be a blast for Lita Lap, for Bobo, for Steve DeSager, for our editors, for our producers behind the scenes. That's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. We'll see you back here next Sunday night on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.